I'm Melody Carlisle. And I'm Sabrina Bradley. And this is Heaving Bosoms. This is the podcast where best friends recap romance novels and other kissing media that makes us swoon, snark, and refills our cups. Whether you've read the book or are coming in blind, we'll lay bare every delicious scene and revel in the tropes and subgenres that make romance amazing. All right, listener, strap in and strap on. Headphones are highly recommended. Okay, this is the most high-pressure first date energy. (laughs) (laughs) I realized, I was like, I had all these nerves approaching this date. I was so excited, but I'm so Uh nervous. But then I'm also like, will she like me? Will I be funny? Will I fail to be funny? Look, man, we've met before. We've hung out before a little bit. Yeah. Not really. You came to that book club and don't think I didn't spend every single moment paying attention to you and no one else. (laughs) Oh, my God. That's delicious lies. That's tastier than my coffee. (laughs) Tell me another one. Hold on. Hold on. (laughs) (laughs) No, but really, though, I was so excited that you were there that I was like, when's Nick going to (laughs) talk? This is the best day of my life. I think we can go. I just finished. (laughs) What? No cuddling after? Come on, man. (laughs) I just didn't want to overstay my welcome. (laughs) Oh, my God. Y'all, Nick is here. Nick is the best. Nick is famous for her many things, but one of them was a cross-country road trip in which she almost exclusively wore a fashion hat. <laughs> I'm not wearing a fashion hat. What's wrong with me? I also no. considered putting on makeup for you, but then I was like, why not just shiny SPF so that the light makes it oh, appear man. as though I made an effort? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I didn't even do that. I'm so sorry. Oh, I'm are so you sorry. I couldn't handle anything better than this. I was already... <laughs> You're like, I'm trying to do technical shit. And I was like, I'm just going to admire your face holes. I mean, I brought up your piercings. Both you of them. did. Your nostrils. Also, there are two of those. So we're going to count that as four compliments separately. I've got nice nostrils. I'm not going to lie do. to you. You give good I nostril. I, I know you. you probably heard that a million times. <laughs> but I wanted to chip in to that bank. So you can later it. call on. I'm having a bad day and just like bring myself back to nostril compliments. Oh my gosh, yes. I give good nostril. <laughs> Nick, you give good recommendation is what you give. <gasps> oh my God. I had a nightmare that you didn't like the book and I was like, <laughs> okay, good. I've lived through it. So the worst case no. scenario has already happened in my mind's eye. It's like, no. what if she okay. hates it? So listen, I told you that I already read Choosing Theo forever Mm -hmm. ago, like when it came out. But then, you know, podcast reading gets in the way and I couldn't go back to the series. So 
listener, she chose Saving Verico, and boy, did I not only read that twice, she has it in paperback. Oh. <laughs> I'm so hey. sorry, Victoria Aveline. I have not opened it, but I did buy it, so you did get a tiny bit of money. Less money than you should have, but a tiny bit of money. We've supported you. <laughs> Queen. Yeah. Yeah, so I read this twice, and I read uh, Freeing Luca and Tempting Auzed. Wait, what the fuck? Are you serious? I'm serious. Yeah, and I'm probably also going to end up reading... What's Veho's gerund verb? Which Ahama? I said, what's Feho's gerund verb? Using Feho. Using Feho. Using him. Ooh, Vanessa's gonna use him so good. Oh, oh my God. This energy is the best thing that's ever happened to me. Have you read any of the other ones? Oh, yes. Okay, All cool. Them. Cool, cool, cool. All of them. Cool. I have not finished the novella because it requires also Stephen Dexter. The way I first experienced these mm-hmm. was audiobook. I exclusively which... read them in audio. Really? Mm-hmm. Oh my God. Like finding a male audio reader that manages that balance. Mm-hmm. I'm just like, these books are a unicorn and that audio reader is a unicorn. Absolutely. So I've just recommended anytime someone's like, I'm in a slump or like, I feel no joy or whatever i'm just like i need to masturbate and i don't know how and i'm like this one will inspire you it's fine it'll do all the things you need this oh fuck i was going to say i was rereading it i've read it so many times listened to it so many times it would definitely help if my eye holes had looked at the words because then things stay in my brain more better oh i know same (laughs) but i'm just like fuck i hope i remember it because i started to review it kind of like crammer course last night Mm mm-hmm it did not make it very far. I'm sorry. I'm, sorry. Right. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. But it sounds like you're good. It sounds I'm like you're good. good. <laughs> like you'll be able I'm to pretty, handle this. Pretty good. Like, Yay. listen, listener knows that like we probably aren't going to get everything in the correct order, you know, but yeah. we will get most Anything of the important the stuff and we will say it out loud. And that's yeah. really what you can yes, expect from podcast. <laughs> yes. Can we do like a fan group before we start plotting, yeah. which we probably should, about Sabrina? I just want to like say publicly that you guys, if you have not had even like a one sentence exchange with Sabrina, you're doing it wrong. (gasps) So I was obsessed with Sabrina back when I had enough time and energy to Facebook. Oh my God. Facebook is exhausting. Once I had to do it for work, I had no idea how you guys managed to maintain a Facebook group. I nearly had a nervous breakdown and I had to give it away. That's what happened to me. That really answers it. That really yeah. answers it. Anyway, once I had to do it for work, I was just like, I could never Facebook again. Like I, no. I will pop in like a, like a creepy little little mole covered in dirt. <laughs> and I'm just like, what's all going on? And I'm like, oh, nothing that I want to be part of. Never mind. Bye, bye, nope. bye. Yep. I thought I wanted to. It turns out I don't. Like I miss HB Land. Same. And, you know, the Sabrinas of the world are like hard to reach when I don't want a Facebook, but I know we did what's up. Well, for a at while. least you're getting more of her on podcast now. That's good. I know. I, I'm like, I can do friendship one sided. That's fine. I'll just like laugh along with you guys and pretend I'm part of it. That's what podcasts are, right? <laughs> yeah. Because if that's not what we all do, then I should probably talk about this with my therapist. Yeah. And actually, oh, no, I have I'm fake friends. Pretty... <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I think we're going to do an HB Discord, too. So I'm stoked about that because it's not Facebook, but still contact. You know what I mean? 
Yes. Yeah. Oh my God. One of my favorite things about this book is that they couldn't, like, they couldn't not argue. That's all they did at first. It was great. And it was so, so, so great. It wasn't like, oh my God, it's so cute. He's a misogynist. <laughs> or like, yeah. I'm talking very heteronormative just because that's the book we're, we're talking about. Yeah. But I was going mm -hmm. to say either the dude is like a complete fucking asshole mm -hmm. or the chick is like this super duper flattened version of a human. Yeah. Who's just like, all I do is complain and I'm mad and I have no like depth to these feelings. Many writers are very good and writing a book is hard. Yeah. But man, oh man, that can be a very tedious read. I'm like, I Absolutely. need a conflict to originate from somewhere that is made of human, mm -hmm. which is ironic since if everyone hasn't, doesn't have video and doesn't see the blue person <laughs> on the, on the book that I held up, Verico is, is an alien y'all. He is. <laughs> so. He is. He's an alien. He's a camouflage boy. He can go from yes. like teal to dark, dark blue yes. to like little bits of green in there Midnight somewhere. Blue. Midnight oh, man. blue. Oh my God. And then teal with what was it? I actually wrote it down. Oh, no, I'm full of notes that are useless because I can't read them because I wrote them with colored pencil. Oh, that's a mood. Oh, it's on the other page. It's oh, on a it? tiny bit of other page. It's teal and seafoam green. <gasps> Daytime oh is teal and seafoam green. Sea and the nighttime is midnight blue. Seafoam green is one of my favorite things in the whole wide world, which Same. I think, is, yeah, I feel like seafoam green is kind of like the the black licorice flavor. You either like really love it or you're like, get it the fuck away from me. I don't know. I had not thought of it that way. I don't know. Because in my brain, I'm like, seafoam green is like the chocolate of the world where yeah. if you don't like it, it's just because you it's haven't like had access to therapy, which is tragic. Floating on, floating on clouds, <laughs> seafoam green. Yes. That's what that is. I want for all of you to love seafoam green. I just want that for you. I'm not saying you have to do it. I'm just saying like I'm putting that wish out into the world. Yeah. Like very secret vibes. I think it might be because seafoam green has sort of been like misunderstood and maligned, you know, like a lot of people. <laughs> I don't know. I Take me on this journey. I'll tell you everything. So a lot of people say that like a puke green or like a witch's brew green. Like, there's too much Ooh. brown in a lot of the colors that people call seafoam green. And there's not supposed in, to be a uh, lick of brown in there. Yeah. You can't. Seafoam green is not meant to be muddy, everyone. Okay? And so don't call colors that are similar to seafoam green but muddy seafoam green. <laughs> Stop doing that. <laughs> Get more specific. You, listener. Yeah, I'm talking to you. <laughs> It can't be muddy because it has to offset the beautiful sandy color that often goes along with it. Accurate. Yes. When you're right, you're right. Thank you. And do you notice how listener is not arguing with us? That it's means I, I said, agree. Yeah, I know, right? So it's good. Perfect. <laughs> what, what good listener? Good job, listener. Good job, listener. <laughs> okay, so we're jumping into this. This is book three. I did read books three or books one through four at least and I'm gonna start five later today no worries um, <laughs> I need to find out about that pirate boy and how he gets used yes that's true uh -huh. you do so we are jumping into this when a bunch of ladies on a planet called Clicania have been well liberated from a research facility, like an underground bunker research facility situation. 
because and surprisingly the ladies be human i just want to yeah. you said ladies but i just wanted to make it clear that you're they, right they be human ladies yeah 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 those are all human parts on there <laughs> <laughs> their bits be human <laughs> <laughs> And available for fucking. Yeah. <laughs> Spoilers. Sneeze. Yeah. So Clicania is like, it's having a hard time making babies, especially girl babies. And so they're also like not mating anymore. And mating in this land is like, it's like a biological thing in which you see your faded mate and then your eyes turn like a black color and then it goes away. And then when you're, when you finally like fully accept your mate, you get these hand markings. You get these blue tattoos, everybody. Swirly tattoos all over your hands and forearms. <laughs> <laughs> because she does such good shit with tattoos in this series. She does. Yeah. Oh my god, she does. Yeah. I mean, she does good shit with so much good shit. So Exactly. Also, she does good shit with bad shit. That's yeah. true. Yeah. I think she only knows how to do good shit. Uh-huh. Yeah. I, no, I think her, her shit's flaw. only good. <laughs> she's she's too good <laughs> it's true well done victoria and also our condolences because being flawed is like actually super fun yeah right <laughs> i yeah. have a good time with it you have to work so much harder to have depth of character when you don't have any flaws <laughs> god what an effort oh my god what an adorable voice to say something so deeply real <laughs> <laughs> They're liberated, and there's like six of them or something. And two of them, one of them is our heroine, are like, I don't think I want to wait around for any more alien boys to come out of the woodwork because we have no idea how to tell who's good and who's bad or if there even are any good ones who don't want to enslave me. So I'm going to fuck off to that forest. So Lily and Alex, Alejandra, who is book four, and she gets a little flying squirrel bat armadillo psychic, psychic little pet. Oh, I said sidekick. <laughs> sidekick. It is also but a little you're bit right. psychic. It is psychic. Yeah. You're oh my god. When you're right, you're right. Keep going. Yeah. yeah. I ruined your flow. No, you didn't at all. So they decide to go into the forest, and everybody's like, Wow, Lily, you're so small. And you have so many highlights. And like, are your nails painted? Because you can't survive in the forest. And she's like, bet me I can. I lived in the forest. I grew up in the forest. I was only a forest person back on Earth. The delightful thing is that <laughs> she doesn't even do that. She's It's all in her head. All, yum, yum, because she's so quietly self-assured. Yeah. But the other part is thinking of Alejandra, who is like such a kind of solid character. She ends up being like kind of the dead weight. Mm-hmm. But she's like a lot more determined. She's also the one who starts the talk of like, fuck this. We just we don't need to wait around. Like, look at yeah. these assholes. We don't have an example to know that anyone's not like this. Right. Um, and then Lily's just like, I'll go with you. <laughs> and and I will keep you alive the no, whole time. I, mean, I would I would also be like, I will take fucking anyone. I'm wandering Absolutely. into the forest. I want company. Mm -hmm. It's fine. But like there would be a reasonable response to be like. And your resume would be right. <laughs> <laughs> we 
what can you do? What are your qualifications? <laughs> Thank you. Sorry. <laughs> I just, you're so pretty. <laughs> I just, I get so worried when you're so pretty. I will like announce this at the grocery store. There, like when I'm like, I'm like, oh right, I need to like pay you with currency. Mm-hmm. Uh, and sometimes I'll just be like, I'm sorry, I just like I look really pretty today. It, my brain. <laughs> My brain doesn't it's so work. Hard. It's so hard to I'm function so, when you're this pretty. My hair looked like shit yesterday. I was on it. I was so competent. Yeah. So like, it's just like rolling the dice with me. I can be like, <laughs> I can be super fun or I can be super shiny. You gotta pick. <laughs> gotta not oh have my both. God. <laughs> That's fine. Everyone seems to take it well. <laughs> anyway, uh, keep yeah, going. definitely. Um, but Lily's parents were Bear Grylls. Or something. I don't know that reference, but I believe you. And yeah. I'm, yes, he had a he had a agree. show on a something that was like survive out oh, in the wild with Bear Grylls. I heard of a name. Gotcha. They, you know, listen, they were Bear. they were the stars of their very own Naked and Afraid, except they did actually have clothes on. Now I've heard. Of. And that's what they did their whole life. She never went to school. Like she was homeschooled by her parents, who would like take random in trips. The forest. Yeah, they would take random trips to like different outbacks around the world. Which, like, how did they fund Outbacks? I don't know. Same question. Same, like, I had the same question. Forest Why fund Outbacks? You know how to identify edible nuts. What else do you need? Yeah. Well, I mean, I guess. I get. I mean, <laughs> transportation I up is really my issue. How they get into right. Australia is my question. Right. Yeah, that is a very difficult one to reach without oodles of money. Yeah. Where are your American dollars coming from is what I'm asking those parents. Anyway. Oh. I don't Just know. Maybe the they were questions. the first YouTubers. Who knows? Oh, there we go. Yeah. They had a they had a video set up the whole time. Mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's yep. All right, we cracked it. Yeah. So <laughs> she knows how to survive on pretty much any terrain on Earth, and she's just sort of like hoping against hope that that will translate to the Clacanian forest slash slash like rainforest like jungle situation. Yeah. 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 It's a so it's great. Situation. We see like a bunch of survival stuff happen. Like they have yes. to purify their water. They collect Find rocks that'll shard properly so that they can have a, a sharp edge. That I was such a competency. Problem. Yeah. Yeah. Oh she makes gosh. herself a bow drill to start fires. Yes. Fires. And on both Clicania of us know what that is. Green. So like we feel really impressed. I actually do I'm- know what that is. I believe you. I was just trying to <laughs> ride your coattails. I have used one before. You said it with such confidence. <laughs> yeah. It's like, it's those things where you, you use it. Right. I the... forgot. You grew up in the eastern part of Oregon, right? I grew up in the western part of Oregon. We can't do shit. Yeah. I know well, how to find yeah, different like coffee Minish. shops. That's fine. That's fine. No, I can so find I a non-Starbucks. Southern Oregon. Southern Oregon. So I was like, like, I know it was girl. one of the places where, you know. Yeah. No, you do sometimes Oregon-y have to know or... how to do things. In Southern Scare. Oregon. Yeah. Well, I'm impressed either way. Thank you. Thank you so much. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> so they do all of that and like they're like getting to know each other. It's very cute. But like this isn't about Alex and Lily, unfortunately. You know, she could have gone mean, sapphic. It is for chapter one. Yeah. It's a beautiful, it's a beautiful like romance. Yeah. Between friends for Absolutely. chapter one. And then my note at the end of chapter one is getting separated and then in parentheses oh hi book four fork in the plot yeah exactly <laughs> alex goes off to find her hot blonde mm-hmm. oh my god her hot blonde he is hot i'm gonna give him that at the very least Auzed. Auzed. Auzed is hot yes yeah yeah so they end up listen they fall in the river 
is what happens. They do a big trip and fall into a big rushing river, and uh, then they I get separated. I don't have to laugh si- silently. <laughs> I don't have to laugh separately. <laughs> Hold on, I must separate myself from you yeah. so I can have mirth. <laughs> I must do this alone. No one can see. <laughs> I keep trying to not interrupt you. It's like a very... I'll get used to it. No, it's fine. Keep please going. Please interrupt me. This You're is your podcast this. It's like today. you're a pro. Oh, yes. Totally. <laughs> this is your podcast. So, okay. So she gets out and she's like on her own now trying to find Alex because they said they were going to try to meet up again. Meanwhile. Actually, can I pause us at that yeah. scene? Because it's one of my faves. Because basically Alex slips over an over an edge yeah and lily grabs her hand and she's it's just so cinematic it's it one is. of the more cinematic moments of the book and alex is dangling over the side and mm-hmm. lily has her but realizes which i've been not in this situation obviously but in similar situations i i feel like everyone has been in this kind of vibe where you're like oh fuck i have salvaged the situation for the moment but just uh-huh. realizing you've become part of the disaster and there's no fixing it oh yeah and you just have to be like you just have to prepare the other person mm-hmm. <laughs> where you're just like here's what's gonna happen mm-hmm. curl into a ball yeah <laughs> like, just trying to give like put your feet you downstream say- <laughs> alex like oh my put god put your feet downstream <laughs> turn over onto your belly don't try to stand up mm-hmm. you know that whole thing anyway so she's like all right we're going in together this is what to do yeah. and they go into the river they're flying down. Lily manages to catch part of a tree yeah. uh, that is like downed in the river. So it's going across part of the river. And she climbs up onto the tree and realizes Alex hasn't gone over far enough mm-hmm. to catch the edge of the tree. So Lily's like reaching out for her. And she sees this look of determination come over Alex's face. And she flips back over onto her back so she can keep going down river in yeah. the way that Lily told her. Mm-hmm. And Lily's like yelling after her like, I'll meet you down yeah. I'll meet you down there, girl. But <laughs> Sorry, then she sees yeah. Alex go under and yeah. then never sees her again. <gasps> yeah. She she's too far down river to see if she came back up, which is just oh my God. delicious. Oh. Delicious. Oh my heart. Writing. Yeah. So okay. okay. Meanwhile, all right, we have a big conflict that did happen at the end of book two that Verico are sexy McHot pants who might be descended from a snake. He <laughs> he has been attempting to liberate the rest <laughs> of the ladies who are like maybe all over the world. Who yeah, sexy Mc. He's just you were just very slithery. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's attempting to liberate ladies but like yeah. in a way that's not very emotional he's just like i want to be good at this i i am nerd i'm sexy nerd yeah yeah he's a a hot tech bro is what he Actually, is yeah. yeah like a hot good yeah. one you know yeah. he cares about other people and stuff it's fine he kind of doesn't not entirely not at first especially he's very much like ooh, feelings i yeah. don't know yeah. <laughs> i don't know about these uh-huh. i don't know if i want in on this <laughs> <laughs> So he ends up fighting a bunch of strigi, which are people who have wings, and he gets picked Cocanians up. Cocanians who have wings. They're the same species. They're That's just right. like, they took a different evolutionary path. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They weren't crossed with snakes like he was. Accurate. They yeah. were not. No. So Tragic. he gets picked up, and they're like flying away with him. And he has something called sway. Okay, everyone? And that means that he can do something with his voice and, like, suggest things to you. And if you're into it, you'll do it is basically what that means. <laughs> if 
if you're not into it, you won't. <laughs> like best friend vibes yeah, that is what it struck me as when you're like when you're good friends no with you should totally like, get those pants no that's a great idea yeah. that tattoo will be perfect it should definitely go right on your face yes um it's like just yeah it's just that little like it's a little oh, to make you go over the edge it's an true. edge admittedly that you may not have true that is fair because for example the strigy is he, the sway he uses on the strigy is man, it's cold up here because, like, I'm way up high in the clouds. Mm-hmm. I should go down lower because Verico wants to be able to drop into the trees, mm-hmm. except he's super-duper scared of heights. It's okay. Drop that little plot moment. We'll come yeah. back to it. Yeah. Uh, and <laughs> so he, what he's able to convince him to do is something that's in his mind. Like, he is cold. He is tired. Yeah. Verico's heavy because he's full of sexy. Yes. And so he's just like, oh, God, you're you're cold and you're tired. You should go. You should fly lower. Mm-hmm. And then he sees a river up ahead, and he's like, oh, and you probably want a drink of water. And then he shakes off this way because I assume, like, he wasn't thirsty. I, yeah, I guess. He was like, I'm actually He's like, not I'm not parched. thirsty at all. Uh, I, thank you. You should have tried. You need to pee because I do. <laughs> right? <laughs> know your audience, sir. <laughs> Strigis are notoriously hydrated. <laughs> Wings, hydration. That's the thing we know about the Strigi. Yeah, exactly. And that's really all we need to know unless there's a sexy book about it. Victoria, get a hold of us. Yeah. Hey, listen, Victoria, <laughs> I won't say no to it. You know, I will read that. I most likely would say yes to any and all things Victoria wanted to deliver into my face. Same. Yeah. <laughs> so he gets dropped. He, cause he, he does a fight on this strigy afterwards and he puts him in like a leg clamp. I feel like he gets in between those burly thighs. <laughs> I feel like. <laughs> and he, yeah, he does like a full, you know, ab tuck up to get up, get his legs wrapped How around. Dare you. Very sexy. I assume I did kind of go really fast through that part because he was about <laughs> to meet Lily. So yeah. I cared. Yeah. But only but so only, much. Yeah, like you understood it was a vehicle. To get yes, to the I next did. point. Yeah. I did. Because he gets dropped like on his head. Okay. He goes ka-tonk, 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 through the trees. And I mean, lands. I think he gets dropped on all of his parts because it's like clang, cling, yeah. plunk. Yeah, plunk, that's plunk. true. That's true. Mm-hmm. And yeah. then it's lights out. Ooh. And Lily's right there. And she's like, oh shit. People are falling from the sky. Oh no. <laughs> he doesn't look like any of the dudes that had me captive, but a lot of the dudes who had me captive did have wings. So like maybe he was with one of the dudes. Oh no, what am I going to do? And she's like, I'm a good person. I can't just cosh him over the head and make him die more. So I I guess I'll make him better. And she goes Are over you to skipping him. over this. Okay, no. sorry. I thought you were skipping over the sexiness. No. Go, 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 go. So good at sexiness. I shouldn't have doubted you. <laughs> so she goes sexiness over to him. Sexiness is like what you do. I don't know about that. <laughs> I do. I do know Thank about you. that. <laughs> You're welcome. So she goes over to him and she's like inspecting him and she sees a broad back with his muscles and she turns him over hmm. and then she sees hmm. like a really good face on him and then she's like <laughs> she's like oh no it's a tooth it's at least two inches long <laughs> what am i gonna do about tooth so <laughs> she's going to inspect it 
<laughs> she's gonna inspect it she's got her hand hovering over that big sharp tooth and then he wakes up real quick and he tackles her down to the ground and he hovers over her oh he's on top of her now and he says where am i and she's like oh, i'm not sure i'm gonna grab my my stick and hit you again and so she does and we find out from his perspective later that, like, the reason he woke up is because there was a really pretty lady who was about to touch his fang that has venom in it. And he didn't it want her to die. Kill her. <laughs> <laughs> it's so sweet, guys. He's like, oh, I don't want you to die, stranger. Yeah. <laughs> that is sexy romance. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> from these aliens, that's pretty sexy romance. Uh-huh. For sure. Yeah. If you're not, not there, is he not actively trying to torture or kill her, mm-hmm. but he is actively trying to prevent her idiotic death. Yes. That's romance. I love it. Yeah. She does knock I him out for standards. it. And that's understandable. She too. does. Yeah. Which then, you know, I'm like, ooh, who am I the most attracted to? It's it's a hard call. <laughs> so that's the journey I was on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, absolutely. <laughs> and so she's like, I'm going to tie him up and I'm going to treat his wounds a little bit and then i'm gonna interrogate him is what i'm gonna do (laughs) oh yeah he has a big old hole in his side which is like mildly it matters i guess yeah i just don't care but like it it is relevant ish i guess yeah the reason i don't care is because they've told me so many times how quickly he heals and like all of them heal and stuff yeah but the point is that she doesn't know that so it is like the vehicle for a bunch of interaction with the bodies yeah with the bodies That's why I'm like, I guess we can mention that he has a wound that she's like, I'm going to put some bandages on this wound and Mm -hmm. I'm going to sacrifice some of my precious, precious fucking water that I spent hours like the most competent human. Oh, my God. She's so hot. Seriously. Yeah. So he wakes up and he's like, oh, hello there. (laughs) You were about to touch my tooth. It's a terrible idea. And. She is like asking him Wait, a bunch does he of questions. Tell her? No, he doesn't do that. I that's feel like he's like <laughs> that he communicates effectively. Yeah, that's, that's <laughs> that is <absolute> sexy fanfic. <laughs> fanfic. Oh, that man! He gave me information that I needed. <laughs> oh, Ooh, he oh, let me make an minute. educated choice. Mm. Oh, oh. <laughs> anyway, we can keep going with the real thing that happened, with, which was not that. No, mm. no, he doesn't do that at all. That's how you can tell that Kuklani. Clickanians are related to humans. Yeah. They're descended. Mm -hmm. Uh, Sorry, I hope that wasn't spoily spoilers. No, no, it's Um, not. We already know that, I I think. Yeah, I think we do. Yeah, Yeah, I think we learned that in like book one or two. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, because that's why the fertility um, trials are happening. The the illegal, really bad fertility trials are happening. Yeah. Yeah. We're like the monkeys. Yes. I'm, I'm not evolutionarily educated enough to know which kind of monkey I should say, and mm. that it's an ape and not a monkey. Probably, probably I don't an know. Old don't, one, please you know? don't come at me. I'm not on Facebook anyway. You guys don't, don't, <laughs> just don't. It's true. Don't. You'll have to send mail to me directly. I want a handwritten letter with all of my criticisms. It's <laughs> the least you could do. If you have criticisms for me, I'm going to make you find a fucking pen. <laughs> Actually, I think a heroine in one of the books that's going to come out probably before this episode literally says that to the hero. She's like, if you're going to break up with me, you are going to give me a handwritten letter so that I can like dramatically like mourn our relationship and then burn the letter. What? (laughs) I don't know if this is a fever dream or not, but I think it happened. (laughs) 
<laughs> I'm enjoying it no matter what. I don't care where it came from. <laughs> I mean, aren't books, most books are maybe possibly like start out as a fever dream. I hope so. The best so ones the fever I feel dream like is like to. the monkey yes. of, of Clickanians. Right, right. Does that bring us back? Did I do a good job? You did a great job. What a segue. I would like a virtual pat on the head. <laughs> so he's like, he wakes up and she's like, who are you? What are you? Why are you? Interrogatory sexiness. That's, the, that's the, exactly the one. Yeah. <laughs> And he says, I'll tell you whatever you want to know as long as you keep me apprised of my eyeballs. Okay? <laughs> I gotta know. Reminder to listener that if you find your mate, your eyeballs turn black. And also, get on fucking Patreon because I don't remember your gestures being this delicious. Maybe it's just because like, I get to see them in real time. But, but I thought you were mostly like, you give good nostril, but you give good gesture. <laughs> very distracting <laughs> which Thank is why we're you. here so it's perfect Ooh. keep going i'll yeah. pay i will pay close attention to your words and gestures absolutely so then she's like eyeballs huh and he's like yeah it has to do it has to do with my health is all nothing else nothing regarding my penis or your vagina just my health and she's like cool sauce i can do that yeah, because if he was like, okay, so let me know about my eyeballs, because if they turn black, you are mine forever. forever. <laughs> I get to keep you like a pet. Uh-huh. This is Clicania. All right. My mom, powerful, very into whatever romance that I want. My well, mom no, is a literal queen. Okay. Yes. yes. She's a queen yes. but and so a is queen. Lily. Oh, she truly <laughs> is. She truly yes. is. Because she's just like, okay, well, I'm not going to tell you a fucking thing. And, like, I, I fixed you or whatever, but you you can go fuck yourself, honestly. And he's like, yeah, all right, that, that does, <laughs> does seem to track. That does track. <laughs> <laughs> and he finds out, like, throughout this conversation that she's the one of the two humans that fucked off last time and wasn't one of the newly liberated ones. And so he's like, are you kidding me? You're the person who like pulled that stupid move. That's bananas. And she's like, how dare you? You don't and know both me. Right. Yeah. You don't know me. You don't know the status of my intellect. You dick knows. And she's, she's really offended. And I also don't she super is. blame her on this count. No, she's been surviving for two weeks in the fucking wilderness and is like traumatized from the idea that her friend might have died. Mm -hmm. And then he's like going to come at her competence. She's like, it's literally all I have left. You need to get off it. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> so he's like, well, I'm going to come with you because obviously you need a big, strong man. He but doesn't say that. Next morning. But that is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then, oh, yeah, that's right. Because then she goes and sleeps in a tree that she climbs into the tree and he goes do you usually sleep in trees and i don't know what she says i don't know don't worry about it yeah. or something none of your business but then he's like sleep. basically he's like but like what's your name though <laughs> and then the the duchess gives him permission to use her first yeah. name that's how the chapter ends after their meet cute chapter which i loved oh my god you're and totally i thought you right. might have as well i did yeah 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 so the last line of the book is lily oh no yes it is because he goes Sleep well, Lily. Oh, yeah. Sleep well, But in Lily. sexy Stephen Dexter voice, not in uh, Nick is tired voice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So then she gets a terrible night of sleep because she, in fact, does not usually sleep in trees. 
And he gets <laughs> a terrible night of sleep too. because he he's worried about her falling out of tree. Isn't isn't that how I how I I like listed a couple of things? I'm like, we should just read Victoria Aveline because she is queen. Yes. Uh, and I gave you a couple of books and I was like, this one, honestly, the way I can describe it is that like if you need a sexy man who's going to lose sleep over concern that you're going to fall out of a tree. Mm-hmm. This is the one. <laughs> yeah. You started it by saying this would be a good one because it is the most perfect book ever or something. Like oh, that. <laughs> yes, I think I did. did. I'm so glad I didn't build it up too much and, and possibly you set the ground for. OK, good. Because I was no. like, that is um, <laughs> maybe setting up a friend in a way that is not kind. <laughs> nope, it works There's for no, there's no way to go from, but down from like, this is the perfect book. <laughs> I think I just said this one. Oh, well, this is the perfect book. So <laughs> it is. You're right. <laughs> Maybe it was a test. Anyway, keep going. <laughs> so then the next morning, um, he wakes up and she, well, she wakes up and he's loose. He has gotten loose because he could, he just busted out of those ropes. And she's like, God damn it. That was a strong rope that I made with my hands. And tied really good. I'm so yeah, smart. I do good oh, knot. Okay. <laughs> I give good not. Yeah. <laughs> That's our next book. I like it. Oh my God. It's a BDSM <laughs> Omega verse. Oh <laughs> the layers. <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh god i like blew out my voice this weekend and laughing is making it so much worse and i'm glad you could be part of it <laughs> slash the cause of it <laughs> yeah so he's like okay well i'm gonna go with you and she's like you definitely don't need to go with me in fact i don't want you to because it like can you hunt and he's like probably she's like can you identify edible plants and he's like well certainly better than you can human and she's like, okay, can you, like, do anything else? And he's like, I have m- strong muscle, I guess. <laughs> and she's like, okay, well. good muscle. Yeah. I'm blue. <laughs> yeah. I do a camouflage that I, I think you would like. Super good. Uh-huh. <laughs> and so she's like, okay, what I'm hearing you say is I'm just going to have to survive while also providing for, like, a six-foot-six dude who doesn't know how to do anything. And he's like, <gasps> Because in Cocania, okay, the dudes have to provide and care and nurture for the relationship, period, the end. They have to do the the cooking and the cleaning and the child care, and they also have to fight if... That, and sexual proficiency classes, just don't want to skip over those too quick. Sexual proficiency is important to me, Melody, and Nick. It, and and to, to, to Nick as well. To and Nick as well. Sexual later proficiency on to Lily. would be appreciated. Yeah. Later on to Lily. Lily is like very appreciative of their yeah. educational structure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And so he's like, yeah, I mean, I the only people who came out of your research facility were ladies. So I hope that the rest of the women are as resourceful and brave and competent as you are. And it kind of gives me hope for their, you know, survival. But it is going to be hard without dudes around. And she's like, he's a misogynist. Oh, my (laughs) God. He hates ladies. He doesn't think we can do anything. And so she's like, why? Why do you think that we would need the dudes? I've been fine. I've been just fine. 
And he says, well, I... You, I my little enigma. What? Oh, yeah, he Doesn't says... He say, I don't know why I found that line so cute. No. You, my little enigma. And now I've forgotten the rest of the line. So yeah. that's all I've got, guys. I hope it was good for you. <laughs> <laughs> also, it wait, was. can I slow that down just the tiniest yeah. bit? Because there are two parts of that journey that I love. Yeah. One, she's like, why do you want to come with me? Yeah. And her internal monologue is... Pretend that you don't want him to come with you. <laughs> it was so relatable. Where you're like, I don't need you. Oh, thank God. Oh, thank God. Yeah, oh, thank yeah, God. Yeah. Yeah. Life is so hard. I just want help. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm lonely and I'm scared and it's very wilderness out here. Absolutely. I've done that. Uh-huh. I'm like, it's very wilderness out here, but I will not show any fear. <laughs> I feel fine. I'm a predator. <laughs> Everything's okay. <laughs> And then the best part is when he is like, your competence and also your loyalty, how you, how dedicated you are to looking for Alex gives me hope for yeah. these humans that I haven't actually interacted with that much because, oh my God, you're so impressive. And she's yeah. like, oh, oh my God, like that. Mm-hmm. And she also made the point, which was such a beautiful little like detail is that it didn't sound like he was trying to give her a compliment. It just sounded like he was stating something. It was just a fact. With, and she was like, that's so much better. Yeah. Because it's something I feel good about. It's not like I don't have to question whether or not he's trying to say things or, or bloat this opinion of me. He's just yeah. kind of declaring this almost with a little bit of annoyance. Yes. Where he's like, how dare. It's and a it's begrudging. Like, yeah, I am great. I am great. Uh-huh. And then he keeps going. He's like, but I didn't see many men with them. <laughs> so like, hopefully everything will be fine. And she's like, the man you were doing so well (laughs) why does this happen maybe that was my own process where it's like why does it happen where it's like it's a compliment but it's like but you know tits or whatever i don't know and then you're just like wait are you awful like are you trying to be great i'm always poised for like Uh kindness to be followed by something wretched so it was just a very relatable (laughs) process for me to read and then and then she's like what the fuck man and like she goes on this big grumpy rant understandably yeah this is what i mean this book is so good because his perspective is very understandable her perspective is very understandable yeah. it is such a good use of him being an alien yes absolutely like, no no no. our cultures are similar because we're descended from similar people so we have similar capabilities so it makes sense that we would have a lot of things in common in right. our cultures but there are differences and we don't understand each other and that is creating these perceptions mm-hmm. that each of us is like the worst yeah both of them have to realize like they can't bring their own baggage to any conversation. Yeah. And that's, that's a hard so thing good. to do, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, he says, go ahead. Oh, so he's like, Oh, I just meant because we're taught fighting in school. Yeah, so he's I, like, I, I don't know that if you're human men. We're also taught fighting in school because we're responsible for components of safety. Mm-hmm. And she's like, okay. Yeah, I, I was. I want to be like she was. Like, I'll take several seats, but she wasn't. She was like, she was I more will like gently back hmm. off a little bit. <laughs> Fine. And then she walks away. Basically, she's like, I still don't know about you, yeah. and she's right. She's right. Yeah. She doesn't know about him. And so he says that like it was specifically when he was in husbandry school. So like right. after a little while later, she's like, so you're a farmer, huh? You do farm stuff? And he's like, what are you talking about? No. 
husbandry school is like how to manage a wife and a household and blah 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 and she's like oh yeah i see you just want to manage a wife what is that like telling her what kind of meals you want her to cook and like how to clean that sink and like do that faster or whatever and he's like you could not be further off like at all she's like "Mm, i guess But his ego is so, like, that is his big thing, is that his ego is so high, which, okay, let's be honest, I relate to this a little bit too much. Oh, no, I feel seen, the bad kind. I'm just going to talk from here. I, will that be a good podcast if I slip into my shirt and confess things? I'm just going to, like, raise my shirt above my eyeline and just be like, okay, so here's the thing about me. I'm the worst. But I try to hide it well. How am I doing? <laughs> You're doing great. Whatever makes because... this a safe space for you. <laughs> I'm trying so hard not to bang on things. My arms are doing such weird things. I'm like, don't slam stuff. Don't clap. Don't do things. Don't make her edit. She's an important podcaster. <laughs> Dream guest. <laughs> oh, I love you. Um, I was going to confess. Yes, confess to me. <laughs> that it is something that I have to do where I've had to work through this. It was worse. Like, it was really bad in my 20s mm-hmm. where I was, I did not always have a lot of competence or confidence in, I didn't have a lot of competence either, actually. <laughs> that was just a Freudian slip. Um, <laughs> but I didn't have a lot of confidence in like what other people would produce. Okay. And yeah. so I would sometimes be kind of verikish because uh. uh, <laughs> so much of his energy is like like when he first lands in the forest and he's like getting a little bit better when he's tied up he's like oh fuck i need to get back because those fucking pack of idiots he's like i have to get back so the queen knows what happens even though there were like four or five guys or something yeah. there and there's and there was only one enemy left uh-huh. so it's very much a display of like oh he just has like a a sort of flawed view of of whether or not other people are like on varicose level. Well, and he's also a bit of a control freak, you know. There's that. I just wasn't going to use those words because I I would feel seen the bad kind. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't but think yes, it's, yes, he is. I don't think it's a bad thing because he he is very competent in what he knows how to do. You know, it's true. He also has no problem admitting when he doesn't have any idea what he's doing. Yeah, do you think? I can hunt better than you. He, it was like at the beginning of their interaction, he was like, what are goats, lady? Except he oh, was yeah. bringing big competence energy. He's like, I'm super good at this. I've never done it before. I just assume. <laughs> well, okay, yes. Yeah, totally right. Okay. But like once he He's figures out that she is like actually good at this and it's not like just brawn or whatever. He's like, okay, okay if You're you right. can show me how to make a fire, then I will make fire. Like, show me how to do this and I will do for you. And let me do things. Yeah. I want to bring, oh I want, God. I want to be let competent. Me help I just want to contribute. <laughs> is what Veriko says. He doesn't know that that's he what he's asking. Like, you're giving, for a listener who has not read book. It's so funny. Listener is like, wait. <laughs> I hope this intro, maybe I skip the trigger warning. Because <laughs> I'm not showers. into pee play. <laughs> <laughs> they're like i just do scat play i'm sorry yeah, i can't yeah. be here for this can't do it can't do it 
no, yeah. So later on, like they wake up and she she uses a, a wilderness toothbrush and stuff. And then she's like, I'll just do this. And then I have to go. Um, I'll, I just have to go into the forest for a minute and then we can leave. And he's like, well, let me get whatever you need in the forest. And she's like, no, 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 no worries. It'll just take me like two minutes or whatever. And he's like, no, I insist. Like, you have to let me do something. You have to let me help. Let just me get let me help. whatever is in the forest. And she's like, <laughs> I have to pee so you can let me pee in peace. And he's like, gosh, darn it. Yeah. So and then, because he's a little sad boy, she comes back and he, he's using her toothbrush. I'm sorry, I know that we're skipping ahead, but since no, we're here, great. I'm going to point out that he's using her toothbrush. And I was going to ask you how you felt about this. I am anti. I am anti-share toothbrush. Anti. I am complicated about share toothbrush. Okay. Because I'm like... But like, I'll do it. And I think it's because in my head, I'm like, I don't know why I'm making it weird. But I also like very much love a clean mouth mm. so i don't know i feel like i feel like i'm on a journey regarding share toothbrush that makes sense so well, i was, here's I was the just thing. trying to get your opinion so you could shape my personality for me <laughs> <laughs> i'm not doing it so good no actually <laughs> i've been in this complicated base for like 10 years <laughs> <laughs> that's like probably closer to where i am because like i i'm like anti it on the face of it right but then mm. every once in a while bitch will slip up and I end up <laughs> using Michael's toothbrush or whatever. And then I realize afterwards that I've done it. And I'm and and I don't like turn into a puddle on the floor. You know, <laughs> I'm just like, oh, that was hmm, that wasn't great. And then I move on with my day, you know. So I know it's not yes. like catastrophic, but on the face of it, we should have two. As a, yes. a couple of two people, we should have two. That's true. That's true. But what if that couple of two people, this is one of the reasons it's an interesting element in this book is because she gets so mad, which is fine, but it does bring a bit of Chris energy because they are in the forest. And that is one where I would sit back and go, but like, let it happen. Cause I'd also be, it's symbiotic for his mouth to be less gross. Not just because of makeup. No, no, no. Oh, because breath. How much, maybe I'm like a face talker. Maybe I'm like, I'm one of those people who doesn't know I have like an inappropriate closeness. I also have a very good sense of smell, which is the last fucking sense that I would want to be heightened. Oh no. I can't create my human experience. Yeah. I have such a good sense of smell. So I will be talking to people and I'm just like, try not to let. Have I told you that's one of my biggest fears? (gasps) No. Yeah. Am I just like creating a nightmare for you? No, not quite. It's always been there. It's night. always been okay. there. Okay. Michael also has a very good sense of smell and it's bullshit. And I don't know how he <laughs> lives with me. No, but one of my one of my like worst fears is that I all I smell and I don't know it. And everyone around me know it. Like like you know how sometimes you walk into a friend's house when you were a kid and it smelled like soup? You know, yes. I'm constantly yes. afraid that's my house. I'm constantly like, why afraid. Why is it seasoning in here? That, yeah. I'm constantly yes. afraid that I smell terrible, but only I know it. Michael, oh, Michael will say, no, you just, you just smell <clears throat> a little human. A little human. <laughs> I'm like, no. Oh my god! And then I go that shower. spin doctor needs to take several seats. <laughs> not helpful feedback. Also, Valor Chen is vicious. 
She is a four-year-old <laughs> terrorist, and it's so mean. In she, what wait, like her feedback, or yes, is she just like both. a very smelly child, and you're worried that she got it from you? Both, both. Oh, okay. So this is the journey. Take yeah, me on yeah, yeah, yeah. Take so she has she has weird sensory issues about mystery, um, wetness, and smell. Okay. And okay. which doesn't help when you have a very perma sweaty mother. Like she's always touching me. She's like, oh, you're wet. It's so gross, mom. And then like I'll I'll like have coffee breath or like, you know, something will happen and she'll be like, oh, mom. Oh, you smell bad. Oh, oh, mom. Why you smell like that? <laughs> I mean, I kind of do love this energy from an AFAB, though. <laughs> Meanwhile, she has the smelliest butt in this house. Okay? Oh she did get that from me. But she can stink a room out, okay? And it's like, have a seat, ma'am. Don't, this is a glass house situation, okay? Shut your mouth. <laughs> Take several seats, my child. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Get out of here. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Anyway. I actually really enjoyed that smell journey. I will say also my worst fear. I'm always worried I'm a stinky, stinky kitten. Yeah. And I do not trust people. The other day I went, it was a few weeks ago. Quick story. Yeah, please. I went, I snapped. Oh, no. Um, <laughs> I went out to like a bar after a thing. And I was like with all of these new people, it was like mm. a new social situation. Everyone was so nice and lovely and kind. And I was like, oh my God, these are like the best people I've ever met, I think. Mm. And then I got home and there was a little bit of barbecue sauce on my oh. face right here for anybody looking at the video. Oh. So it's not like it's somewhere kind of covert. It is like it's part in the middle of, of your my expression it is right. part of my soul now it's basically a nose made it's of barbecue sauce yeah <laughs> it's a dimple of barbecue sauce <laughs> and i was like those fuckers yeah. i take back every nice thing i take back all of the good feelings i had mm -hmm. i was so upset i was like all right i can't if i have bad breath these people will not tell me okay good to know Yeah, i don't think anybody's Noted. gonna be honest with me so i'm like i know nope. i smell i know i do i know certain people who will be honest with me but i don't i'm not around them enough yeah that's fair <laughs> That's also fair. hb jazz who is like my my precious jasmine sorry yeah. most people call her jasmine she is like she'll tell you the truth but she does it in such a like loving way that you forget to be insecure about it it's yeah so but i don't get to spend enough time around jazz mm. she'll just be like oh sweetie do you have a thing like let's get you fixed up <laughs> i love it so okay what happens yes, now even are we they oh right keep going in that forest and They're after their forest meet cute i'm on the second page of my of my notes with Ooh. but they run out very quickly excellent. so <laughs> excellent take it so far so then she asks about husbandry school and he's like it's the opposite of misogyny and she's like huh interesting and then he basically explains that their society is a matriarchy and he says enough to where she's like oh i'm an idiot he might be egotistical and whatever, but he's not a misogynist. So 
-hmm. Okay. Because her internal monologue the whole time has been like, yeah, this might be miserable for me, but (laughs) he has to learn from a lady. So I bet it's even worse (laughs) for him. And (laughs) it's not true. It's just that he's really gruff because he feels useless. And the whole, the whole like point of view in their society, because there's like 20 men to every woman is you need to bring some shit to the table or you are useless, period, the end. And you're not eligible for marriage. It's like living as a dating profile. Yeah. (laughs) It's like your resume better be apparent at all times or you will not find a partner. Absolutely. Yeah. It is tragedy. Yeah. Okay. So they keep going and they're looking for Alex the whole time. At some point, they find a note from Alex, right? Oh, it's yeah. way later we are though. Skipping way ahead, yeah. Okay, so what what because am I skipping? That's that's after Haugac. Do you remember Haugac? No, I don't remember Haugac. Oh my god, that word! I it was the moment I was like, I think I'm in love with Victoria Aveline. So they have the day that they they settle down. We're kind of we're kind of going okay in a linear ish fashion. Yeah. It's fine. You guys haven't read the book. You don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> but they end up settling so like they're walking through the forest getting to know each other and then that night is the night she's like okay you wanted to learn bowdrill i teach bowdrill here's how to do do bowdrill and then he's like where are you going because she starts to kind of like creepy creepy toward the Mm -hmm. forest line and he's inquiring like the fuck you going Mm -hmm. and she's like oh i'm just gonna i don't even remember what her excuse is i'm gonna grab i'm just gonna get water get water that's right that's all and then you like enter her POV and she's like, little does he know, I'm going to clean my body. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's so mischievous. <laughs> well, because um, she's like, it took me forever to learn how to use a bow drill. So he's going to be busy for a minute. Right, right, right. Yes. She's like, this is going to, he's not going to figure it out before the end of the night. So I'm going to get back. He's going to be frustrated. I'm going to be clean and I'm going to get to be a hero. So great. This is amazing. And maybe a little bit of a victory lap, like. Yeah, bro. Yeah. Look what I've been doing. <laughs> so she starts to, I, I kind of love the detail of she starts to wander into the water with her clothes as she normally does. And then she's like, wait, I was abducted in a white shirt. This will not um, be the most functional option. So she removes, oh, Victoria Aveline. Sorry, I keep saying your name, but it's like a chance because you're, you're my God. Mm-hmm. Um, but <laughs> it's because I'm like, oh my God, I just love how well she constructs the yeah. reasons that all of this shit is happening. Yeah. Because she removes her clothing so that she, <laughs> so that she doesn't have to go back in like a wet, sh- wet white shirt. Right. So she's in the little lake, Nikki, mm-hmm. and, uh, I don't know. She's probably having some kind of internal monologue that's super relevant and wonderful, but yeah. I've forgotten it. So we're going to move on mm-hmm. to the point where Verico just like appears out of the trees uh, with a torch because mm-hmm. it, like night is fa- it's like dusk or so or something. And that's why he and... was worried about where she was going. He's like, it's right. getting very dark. Yeah. You're so good at plot. You give good plot. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but he shows up with a torch and she's like, First of all, she's like, I, I am naked. I am naked. Oh, no. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then she's like, that fucker. How did he manage to make fire? Yeah. How dare. And then we get his internal monologue and he's like, I'm not going to tell her how fucking hard it was to figure that out. But I have a renewed respect for the ease of which he uses this fucking yeah. thing. Yeah. So it's adorable. They're both having like a competency boner of bitterness. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> it's so true. A bitter competency boner. It's so yes. funny. I love, I love the nuance of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then he's like, well, I guess I'll get clean too. And she's like, no, go back, go away. I am naked. And he's like, why do you 
why are you the only person who gets to get clean slash naked? And so, yeah, she like turns her back as he's undressing and he jumps into the water. And then I assume Melody has this memorized. Yeah, he goes swimming and swimming and swimming. And she's like looking around being like, where is he going to pop up? Oh, no. Oh, no. Is he looking at my body underwater? Oh, no. And he pops up and he's like, oh, hello there. And he's behind her. She's like, bah! and so she turns around. They end up like flirting a little bit. And uh, do they talk about anything important in the water? I don't think so. I don't know. At one I just point, like my brain paints pictures, so that's what I was really focused on. No, same, same. <laughs> well, so she goes underwater at some point. In water. Yeah, yeah. He because did not she's... peek under the water, even though he could have, because he has a second lid like a cat. Yeah. But she goes under the water and tries to peek, but the water's too murky. Yeah. And then <laughs> you she fucking comes, pervert. How dare you? And then she comes up and he's like, Did you get a good look? How was it down there? And she's like, That's, I wouldn't ever. I didn't even, I would never look. I just really. Didn't cross my mind. It's the one thing I'm like, I kind of wish she'd slipped and just been like, I couldn't see anything. Oh, I mean, I didn't look. <laughs> <laughs> Which would have been my move because mm-hmm. I'm like compulsively honest, like an idiot. Uh, <laughs> if I'm not on, then I'm normally just going to blurt shit that I shouldn't. Uh, <laughs> That's relatable. Yeah. So <laughs> he ends up getting out and then she's like, go back to camp. Goodbye. Go back so I can get dressed. <laughs> and he's like, you think I couldn't just camouflage and watch you? Like you're better off with my back turned so that you know I'm not watching. Not that I would, you know. And so she's like, and I don't know if it's internal monologue or said aloud that he's basically just like, I don't want her to walk back through the dark by herself. I just want to go with her. Yeah. Which is fair. Which is fair. Super fair. Super fair. So they end up going back. And then like at some point, like the next day or something like that, she decides that they should play checkers. Oh, no, it's that night because they get back. She's following behind him. So he's not really looking at her. They get back and there's a fire. So there's a little bit more light. And he turns around and like they're talking about who cares what, probably something wonderful and genius. Mm -hmm. Um, But I'm sorry, there is sexiness happening and I am distracted. Because she's wearing a black around bra. And she's in her white, she's wearing a black bra. So, of course, I mean, her plan was good, I guess, but I didn't know about the black bra situation. Yeah. So it was a little bit like, hey, girl. Bra is going to get, it's fine. Because her she was wearing her bra, I think, in the, in the, like, I don't remember. Mm. Um, because then her shirt gets wet because her bra is wet. And... No, no. She's not wearing it, remember? Because this was also sexy. Two things were sexy. One. Oh. When he comes to the shore, I'm so sorry, listener. <gasps> How dare I? Right. When he comes to the shore, he picks up her bra and he's like, I have never seen underwear like this, underclothing or whatever he says. And then he like puts it back where she was. And then in the um in the drink, she's like trying to rinse her hair without putting her tits up over the water. <laughs> And I just loved all of it. I loved all of it. That is a very good correction. We should not miss the part because there is there is just such a a thing to that, such a relatable thing to that, where it's like, oh, no, they're seeing my undergarments and mm-hmm. I have sexy feelings about them. And I don't know if they have sexy feelings about me. Mm-hmm. So for them, it might just be like, look at thing. And I'm just like, makes me think of genitals. And you're like, it touches my nipples all the time. What? Oh, that doesn't matter to me. Or I feel fine about this. I feel normal feelings about this. I I will not accept follow up questions. But I just want to register that I feel fine about this. I feel totally normal. Don't listen to my voice. I just have a frog in my throat because I'm awake. Yeah. Sorry. So 
he sees uh, the black bra, then what happens, Nick? You're right. So he sees the black bra <laughs> and they're in the middle of a conversation and he's like, Ugh. and she's like, okay, I know, I know. We're just going to have to be adults about this. And he goes, I'm going to go hunt. <laughs> and he... <laughs> <laughs> he just turns and goes into the forest and she's like wait what the fuck it's dark and dangerous and he's like camouflaged remember it's fine yeah. i'm i'm midnight blue and sexy uh-huh. so he goes into the forest and then the next chapter i believe opens and it's like two hours later yeah she's fuming because he's not back and she's worried yeah and then she starts and this is a part where she starts thinking about it's just kind of sweet so i will include it please because i remember that she starts thinking about alex and she's like oh yeah i'm running from the the potential knowledge that she could be gone like we haven't found any evidence of her and it's possible i might cry oh my god i know i'm in a very emotional place it's fine um (laughs) i like that i i love how much i say it's fine for other people i'm like it's fine it's like (laughs) i'm telling you how it's gonna be (laughs) you're gonna be fine with this if i cry you're gonna be perfectly comfortable and not make me feel weird i will be I believe in you. I'm just yeah. saying, like, this is an energy that maybe I should not always bring as a default. Uh, moving on. <laughs> Introspection is for later. So. <laughs> so she starts thinking about Alex and, like, that knowledge sinking in that it's possible that she didn't make it. Yeah. And she starts to cry and just feel really overwhelmed by the guilt. And then she's feeling guilty because she's keeping her and Verico out in the forest mm. and making them... Because that's something we didn't include is when he first found her, he's like, all right, let's turn and go back because we're close to a city. And she's like, fuck that. I have to go down river. Yeah. And he's like, why? That's dumb and bad. And she was like, fuck you. Um, So that was a fun dynamic that we skipped. It was. But they've been going down river away from his city, which the queen of Tremonta has granted the humans uh, a lot of autonomy and rights. Right that are not necessarily going to take place in the other territories. One of those territories being downriver, which is his home city where his mother is queen. Yeah. And their, their sense and, and connection to tradition is just a lot more active and deep rooted. Yeah. Not deep rooted. Just like they feel uh, differently about present. tradition. Yeah. Yes. Yes. It's, <laughs> I was going to say, it's very like Tremonta is the like, city where things kind of progress a little faster right and he's from like a small town basically Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. where they're like hey matehood is just like what it is and and rights are stupid yeah um no that's not fair but so (laughs) he's like we should go back to the he does not tell her this which is actually super fucking plot relevant i cannot believe we didn't mention (sighs) this shoot because this becomes the entire conflict oopsie i did a big whoops i'm sorry (laughs) (laughs) i forgot to tell you all of the important things because he's hot and blue uh, and she's competent and i want to fuck them both it's fine they're fictional it's all right Uh, But yes, yeah, so he's like, we could have gone straight back, straight back to Tremonta. It was like very close, but going downriver, she doesn't want to tell him why she wants to go downriver initially. Yeah, she doesn't share that with him because, first of all, she feels a lot of shame. She feels a lot of stress. And about because he it, made a, doesn't know a him. shitty comment about it too. Yeah, she says I've been yeah. fine, and he's like, huh, I heard there were, I two, there were two of you. Of you. If, they're, if you're so fine, where the fuck is she? And yeah. she's like, oh no, and she. She storms away because she started to cry, which was very, very relatable yeah. energy. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to stomp away like I'm mad because I'm crying. And I, how dare you? Mm-hmm. How dare you mm-hmm. know that I have feelings? <laughs> um, so that was the initial, the initial meet was that they could have gone back to Tremonta, but they've been going down river because she wanted to. She does, I think the next day, share with him about, about Alex. Yeah. He does not share with her about the situation where he's like, there's a lot of certainty in us going back to Tremonta. 
the reason he doesn't want to share it is because her experience of aliens has been entirely negative. Right. And he's like, I don't want to give her more reason to fear for mm-hmm. her safety and her life because it's going to be hard for her to trust me as it is. Yeah. So it does make sense where he's coming from, but it is, it is one of the more well-crafted to me, just for my own personal preference, yeah. uh, reasons that there's a lot of, um, uh, not dishonesty, but concealing the truth, which is yes. like removing a lot of agency, which yeah. is hard to do. Hard to do. It's really hard um, to do. In but, a way that, I mean, it doesn't and, make me throw books across the room. Right. To your point, though, Verico thinks that he's slow rolling everything, but because they're on such a tight timeline, it's tantamount to omitting it. You know, like he's trying to like ease her in oh, right. to We're what's going to happen. Nodding. Yes. No. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's trying to ease her in, not realizing that, like, they he has to tell her now or she doesn't know, you know? Yeah. So, yeah. Um, yeah, so he gets back and he has meat. And he meat. cooks that meat for Hal-gack. her. Oh, that's what it is. Yeah. It's the animal. And I just love the word for some reason. It's just so delightful. It's very fun. He's like, yeah, let's make some roasted haugak. Mm-hmm. And I was like, ooh, that sounds delicious. What the fuck is it? And then they're like, it's rust-colored meat. And I was like, I'm just going to skip that Yeah, part. we're just going to keep, keep <laughs> That's it moving. not quite as tasty. As in, it's rust-colored when it's cooked. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I was, yeah. Yeah. So then, so, yeah, they he, like, roast makes the her, like, a little plate. Oh, wait. Fuck. I, this is why we were talking about their initial thing, is that she was crying when he got back. He's oh, like, yeah. I found meat. And she turns around, and he can see that she's been crying. And it's actually really, really sweet, which is now I remember why mm-hmm. I was talking about it. Because he comes up, he like sets the Haugak down, like spear and ground. Yeah. Haugak is safe from dirt. That's, I just needed that to be true for sure. me. Uh, <laughs> and he goes over to her. And I think, I don't know, I think there's some kind of, like he like puts his hands on both of her shoulders mm-hmm. or something and says, I can help if you'll let me. And what he's saying is he can use his sway to help relieve her guilt. Yeah. Which I think he does actually explicitly say, like, I can yeah. help alleviate some of the guilt if you'll allow my sway in, because did we mention that she's been able to shake off his sway? We didn't. It's silly of us. We did. a. We've done a big whoops. I'm so it's sorry. Fine. Yeah. But we know how you just... feel about smells. So, you know, we did cover the important things. Exactly. Exactly. Shit. Yeah. She can just be like, what the fuck are you doing in my head? And, and, oh, the other thing, she's been like, get out of my head. I don't know what you're doing, but it feels like a, a witchy spell and you got to stop it. Yeah. And then the <laughs> other witch. thing. Is that he always smells amazing to her. He smells like cedar all the time. Yes. And so she's like cedar. Yeah. So she's like, I don't understand what your whole smell thing is, but like you got to rein it in. Like whatever this bring your prey to you smell situation you've got going on. Stop it. And I think the bring your prey to you thing is something he thinks about. Maybe. I don't think it's something she thinks about because if she did, she would kind of understand yeah. what the cedar was before she does. <gasps> You're right. You're totally right. I think it's this night that he describes what that is uh-huh. because then it ends up being like an expression of trust that she shares the story about what burning cedar means to yeah, her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Which I think is this night. So we're actually, oh my God, Melody, we are fucking on target. We are. We're so good oh, no, at this we're plot not. and we haven't missed oh, anything. No, Shit. no, it's not until they do cool things together. Then right cool after it's post orgasm right. that she shares right. it. Yeah. No worries. We're almost there. Spoilers. Yeah, I know. Melody, I know. they might have thought that I gave you a very chaste book because I didn't want you to like me. <laughs> I was a little bit like, what if I find like a really nice Christian romance? Um, Because then I won't have to have this weird conundrum where I talk about sex things. 
on a public <laughs> forum because I don't know how I feel about it. I just want you to know, like, current state right now, yeah. like, I've been thinking about it for a while. I'm like, how will I deal with that? Am I comfortable? Is it fine? What what level of detail am I going to go into? I can do all the talking about it. But, yes, I, I'm going to, like, just kind of feel it out when I get there. Yeah. So we'll no see worries. how it goes. I can, and we'll see how red I get. I can do all of it if we need me to. Oh, my God. No worries. I mean, see, I knew you'd be a gentle podcaster. <laughs> So, uh, yeah, he cooks for her. And this is this is when she's like, explain Sway to me. And he's like, (gasps) "Okay, I'll like, you know, he explains it to her. And then she's like, all right, show me. I want to see if you can, like, actually do it to me. And he's like, well, you've been a weirdo who can shake it off really easily. So I doubt it. You have to like sort of either like you have to let it in. And she's like, all right, I'll let you in or whatever. And. So consent boner, yeah. so hard. I'm just like rock hard through this whole thing. I know with how much, how much dexterous consent uh-huh. Victoria weaves into this. Yeah, scene. Yeah, absolutely. So she's like, "All right, show me." And so he tells her that it's really cold out. Ooh, it's so cold, and she's just freezing. And it gets to the point where she like starts huddling into him. And she's snuggling. She's like, oh, there I'm so cold. Oh, snuggling Warm into me. his firm. And he crawl, she crawls into Best. his lap. Yeah. And, and he's like, <laughs> oh, no, oh, no, but I love this. And, like, with their culture, he never thought that he would, like, cuddle with a wife or a girlfriend or anything. Yeah, we have left out a lot of super relevant things, which is that there has typically, so they have marriages, but there is a lot of... Um, very wise manufactured emotional distance. Uh-huh. Um, even in book book one does this really great thing where they talk about the fact that wives do not get, um, do not interact with pets. Right. Because it is one more thing that they will have to leave because marriages are short-term contracts mm-hmm. meant for procreation mm-hmm. because women are um, so rare mm-hmm. on this planet. So they have short contracts with different partners yep. so that they can try to procreate and then, to continue the line, which how does this not lead to like serious incest problems? Uh But then they go with, you know, like their contract ends and they can either extend it if like maybe they're having some success and they want to try for another child um, or they haven't, or they just like each other. Like you can kind of extend it. There's also really interesting things. Read the books. Read the books. Cause Um, in book four, (laughs) they go into a bunch of the complications about if you continue your contract, like sort of indefinitely and you become like an ostracized Woman. Divisti, yeah, yeah, I think that's the word. You no, know, divisti. No, it's no, not a that's not it. That's that's a oh, Ruby sorry. Dixon um, sheep cow. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm no, getting my very talented like writers mixed up. No, it's something. I would like love that, it though. if they were just like you're a you're a ram. You're a sheep cow. <laughs> you're an alien sheep. Uh, <laughs> damn it! Now I'm gonna have to look that up. Also, this might be a good time for us to mention because mm-hmm. I don't think we have yet that he is under contract. They have not started their marriage, but the contract has been negotiated. Yeah. So that is that is the big. He's getting married in two weeks. Daisy. And yep. so, at, like now, not with any connection. Like they don't even know each other. Mm-mm. But his mother in in his city. Yeah, in Mithrandir. Yeah, in Mithrandir, the matriarchs negotiate the contracts with potential wives. Mm-hmm. And I think what he says is, because at one point she's like, oh, when he tells her about that, because uh, he does tell her about the basic right. setup, mm-hmm. like this is how things function here, mm-hmm. um, which is another thing that's very relevant, because another thing that's super lovable about Lily is that she's 
in her inner she she fucks it up a lot which is also relatable yeah but she in her inner monologue is constantly like i know better my parents really gave me a good sense of like you cannot come into another culture and think you understand it enough to pass judgment yeah so i need to like not judge this culture that i'm not part of and i don't understand mm-hmm. which is lovely and i and I, that's a it feels like one of the things that's really nice about both of these inner monologues is they're very safe brains mm-hmm. to be in, which is another reason I, I listen to this book over and over, and it's the perfect book. But he explains that they're short contracts, um, except he does explain one maiden scenario from book two. You can read that too, uh, <laughs> where he's like, oh no, that's like made that that's what humans would call like a love match. They'll, they'll be together forever. Yeah, I'm that's when like, like the markings show up on the hands and everything. And it hasn't happened yeah, in like a hundred years or something. But the interesting thing for him is that he's got this sort of niggling feeling that she is special and special to him and maybe his, but it can't be true because his eyes haven't changed. No, he's got blank hands. He's just like, my hands are normal and stupid. Yeah. And he's he's kind of mad about it because I don't have cool tattoos. Damn it. Yeah. Because once he starts liking her and once he can tell she starts liking him, And she might be interested in figuring out like a relationship going forward. He's in a really tight spot because he's under contract. That just happened. He's getting married in two weeks, but he obviously has no feelings for this woman. And if he breaks the contract, he basically gets like sent off to a work camp for a little while and the only way well, it depends on how you break the contract yeah, the only I, way to I'm, legally I'm break the contract is if you show a mating situation if you recognize your eyes mate. or hands yeah <laughs> eyes or hands exactly and then if that happens then he's free and clear so he's like i just need to recognize her and he's like trying to talk his eyeballs into going black and it's just not working so after the sway thing, they're snuggling and he's like, okay, I can't do this because it's wrong because I am under contract and all this stuff. And so he's like, yep. So he puts her away and he's like, that's how told you sway I could works. It. Yeah, I told you I can do it. And she's like, oh. And she was like, oh, I thought we were having a moment. Oh, I just, and then we weren't having a moment. Uh, and this is embarrassing because the entire time he's feeling conflicted about the fact that he's like, I did not mean for this to happen. Like he was trying to do something innocuous by just being like, it's cold out. Yeah. He's worried that he's like accidentally coerced her into touching him. So he's expecting that she'll jump out of his lap and she's like, oh my gosh, that was crazy. And she's just like in his lap Uh because, you know, she thinks they're vibing and they are. And they are. It's complicated. It's complicated, girl. But yeah, that's when he's like, yeah, so um, told you I should do it. And then she's like, oh, fuck. Oh, fuck. Oh, this is so humiliating. And then she's like, oh, yep, you did. And then, so then they like she's like, grumpily right, sleep. I'm going to go to bed. And she has bad and she dreams. she rolls over and, and he's terrible. like, it is cold tonight. Um, if you would, I don't need my shirt if you want it. And she's like, I'm good. Yeah. I'm good. Thanks. Good. He's just like, I'm trying to, oh, I feel so bad. Oh, I'm so conflicted. Oh, oh no. Yeah. And so then I love the description of her waking up and she's just like, I wake up. To like the waves of humiliation that were just like mm-hmm. waiting to crash back over me. Victoria Appleton says it way better. Um, but she's like, she wakes up and she feels that thing, which I assume a lot of people have experienced where you're like, oh, I'm fucking pissed. Oh, I'm yeah. in a terrible fucking mood. And the thing she thinks is so wonderful and brilliant and adult because she's like, oh, I'm not like a safe person. Like I will not be able to moderate. Like what I need right now is just to let myself feel this way yeah. and to kind of burn off this mood. 
And so I don't remember their exact exchange. She, but she says, like sits up. She says, why don't we, like, oh. yeah, she says, why don't we say what's on our minds? And he's like, oh, well, I'm really sorry. And he's about to apologize for like coercing her. And she's like, nope, nope, nope. You don't have to apologize. It's totally fine. I misread the situation. I made a move. You weren't into it. And that's okay. But the other thing that has to be okay is that I'm not. And so I just need you to like walk far away from me, you know, so that I can just sort of process my feelings. And he's like standing there all rigid and his, his fists are clenched and she, yeah. and then he's like, and she thinks he's feeling the awkwardness and she starts to turn away and he like puts a hand on her shoulder and he's like, listen, you didn't misread anything. Oh. I just can't. Oh. And he doesn't explain, but he's like, you're not crazy. The feeling was there. Yeah but there are reasons that I can't. And she's kind of going through what he, she's been made to understand about his culture, which is limited. And she understands that mm -hmm. where she's like, Oh, he explained the situation where his, his mother decides his marriage. Mm -hmm. Like maybe, maybe they don't do casual at all. Maybe he can't do anything without the authorization of his mother or the, right. um, or, or some other thing I don't understand. And she's like, so you just, you don't do casual. Like I, I wasn't meaning for this to be serious. Right. And she's like in her head, she's also like, the fuck am I talking about? Like, I don't know that that's true. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> in there. Um, <laughs> uh -huh. but that, yeah, that whole like journey she's on where she's trying to not make things worse, mm -hmm. but to be like, I don't totally understand. I don't feel like I can totally ask. And I'm trying not to recreate the awkward situation that we were just kind of pulling ourselves out of, right. but she understands that he is attracted to her he just is unable for some reason that she doesn't necessarily get. Yeah. And she thinks it's to, because to like engage. he would need her, his mother's authorization. So just to sort of like put her emotional, um, emotional journey into a nutshell so that we can like, you know, move through uh, their conflict later on. She's thinking because he would need his mom's authorization that there's no way his mom would ever approve her. And so she's like, okay, so he thinks I'm not good enough to be with him, like, in some way. Then she finds out that his mom is the queen of Mithrandir. And she's like, oh, so you're a prince. No wonder he doesn't think I'm good enough. No wonder his mom would never think about entering a contract with me. And so she's, she's like, I literally only have the clothes on my back. I got dropped on this planet yeah. with nothing. Yeah, 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 yeah. And she's been told that she cannot go home. Right, right. Not important. Just be aware that she knows that she can't go back to Earth. Or she knows at least that going back to Earth would... She's like, laws can be changed and laws can be broken. There's currently not a path, but I'm, you know, yeah. I'm going to kind of put a pin in it and, and not get too bogged down and not being able to go home. But I understand yeah. that that's the current situation. Right. Keep going, Melody. You're doing so well. Oh, thanks. <laughs> so she's like sort of working through that as they walk. And then they see one of Alex's notes. And it's adorable because he like crosses, he gets totally naked and crosses the river in order to grab the note and bring it back. And Alex has been like, hello, still alive. Hit my head. This sucks. Hit my head. This sucks. It's so funny. <laughs> I love her. It's so great. I also love that before he gets in the river, he goes, it's okay. You can look. Yeah. <laughs> I don't mind if you look. Oh, golly. It's really cute. So then. They end up like going, they sort of crisscross the river following her notes. And every time they do, he gets totally naked and she rides on his shoulders. He loves 
having her thighs around his head. She loves putting her vag right on the nape of his neck. They're both you into it. Slave to sensation was the last time that I remember you doing this. <laughs> I'm just starting to wonder if it's a thing for you. What? Because I'm trying to, I was like, I'm going to take several seats because we are um, nearly two hours into mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. Our, our sesh. And mm-hmm. I realized that like plot wise, we're not like so far. Um, but I, then I got just totally like walloped <laughs> over the head by the fact that you had to stop to be like, I just want you guys to know. That her thighs are around yeah. his head, yeah. and her vulva <laughs> is pressing against the back of his head, and I need you guys to know that they know because it. I knew that, I knew and it. I just wanted to share. You know it now, yeah. <laughs> but I think they only crossed the river once because no I'm just moving past it. Okay, maybe that's you're probably right about everything. Listen, it doesn't matter. Um, it doesn't matter. Honestly, I'm just going to. I didn't want us to pass by the. Um, the divisti. <laughs> no, that's just the name of every animal. Yeah. No, there's a ta- there's an attack by by a sound wave attack. monster. Sound wave monster is actually the better way to identify it because then it tells the listener what we're talking about. <gasps> but like they cross the river one, maybe twenty seven times, somewhere in there. Yeah. And he hears something that she doesn't hear. Yeah. And he like grabs her and runs, I think, into the middle of the river. Oh, yeah. He just jumps. Like, so he leaps in into the middle of the river. That's right. Because and he like has her Go ahead. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because the the animal won't go into the river. It hates water. It's like a cat. And so they're both now covered. Like, their clothes are completely Giant, cat. Giant monster cat. Yeah. Sound wave monster cat. Um, probably has scales, though. Who knows? Little ret- reptilian. Um, and so now they're both totally soaking wet. Also, really quick, while they were over there, he was telling her a story about his childhood and why he's afraid of heights. And that is because he's always been like a little technology tinker man. And when he was a kid, he tried to make a candy stealing drone called the bandit. (laughs) And he was he was testing it on the third floor and he did do a slip and fall. And he was testing on the third floor of a building site, not even a building. Yeah. So he did break like 15 bones in his tiny blue body. Where there was no one around to find him for many, many hours. Yeah, it was terrible. But he, you know, Bandit 2, it did steal a lot of candy for him. And (laughs) She was like, oh no, you never got to steal candy. And he was like, I'll have you know the Bandit 2 was very functional Mm -hmm. and very successful. Mm -hmm. How dare. No, it's actually very cute, but it was funnier to to deliver it the way that I did. It's very cute. Um, yeah. But yeah, so now we've moved no, really through sweet. major plot things. Look at us. Yeah. So when they get to the other side of the river, they're like, well, the only thing to do to survive, you know, is to take off all of our clothes and hang them up to dry and probably sleep naked and, ha- and probably sleep naked together because body heat. Because it's so cold. Because survival. You guys, yeah. cold cold is a real motivator in the sexy times of this book so i mean as cold fall moves in it's like it's like rainforest cold it's yeah it's it's gently <laughs> below comfortable yeah exactly and they're like we have to get naked <laughs> or like, we'll freeze we must huddle for warmth. oh no even though earlier in the book she specifically says i usually get in the in the lake with my clothes on because the warm air and gusts at night mm-hmm. dry my clothes mm-hmm. It's like, you bitches Mm -hmm. are crafty manufacturing this moment for yourselves. I appreciate that kind of ingenuity. Same. Same. And uh, on the same page (laughs) the whole time, these two, what a team. So they end up laying down together and he's like, 
okay, looking isn't too bad. I don't think they're touching, right? They like lay kind of like they're spooning, but with like a tiny bit. Mm -hmm. So I guess this is a kink for me. You had to stop for the like vulva against back of neck. Delicious. I had, there's something about feeling the heat of someone Mm -hmm. near you, but they're not quite touching you. That is very like, oh, hello. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because they lay down, he lays down and she lays in front of him and she can feel the heat of him behind her, but they are not making contact. Mm. And so they're both just laying there aware of each other and aware of each other's nakedness. Mm-hmm. And then it does get to the part that Melody was just referencing where he was like, okay, so he says, I turn touch, over, but get onto your back. Over. I want to see you. And she's like, oh, is that, is that okay? That's not one of the like hard I limits. I thought you weren't allowed to do any sexy things. And he was like, I can look, I just can't touch. Yeah. So then he starts hovering his hand over the parts of her body that he <laughs> wants to touch. So she gets the heat of his hand. He's doing a sexy Reiki on her. I was going to say, it, it gave me the, whatever that Josh Hartnett movie was that was awful. 40 Days and 40 Nights. Oh, I've never seen that. But that oh, there's a scene? <gasps> This is the only thing I remember from my childhood, basically. Yeah, please. There's a scene where he gives up sex for Lent, and he's like a oh. super fuck boy. Okay. So it's like, oh, no, I can't fuck anyone for 40 days. Go fuck yourself, yeah. man. Anyway, um, but <laughs> there's a scene. So, like, he meets the girl of his dreams mm-hmm. during this 40 days and 40 nights. Is whatever. Who cares about this plot? The point is that it gets him to a point where he's trying to finish the bet for plot reasons. Yeah. And not sleep with this dream girl. Yeah. And I think not tell her either why he's not sleeping with her. He's just oh. like, I got reasons. It's very Verico, actually. It's kind of applicable. Okay. Where he's like, I'm not going to explain why. I'm just going to um, use the trust that we have not cultivated between us mm. to give you mixed signals. Mm. <laughs> um, so he's he takes feathers and he blows it across her body. Oh my god! And then there's a scene where she orgasms. Okay. Like, there's like a. Ah, oh, there ah. we go. One of those gentle cinematic orgasms. You know what? Yes. Yeah. 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 Very quiet and and beautiful. And it's just practically art. Gorgeous which is, look on your face. Yeah. Yeah. It's just a breath. Yeah. That's that's how ladies orgasm mm-hmm. when we're being polite. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. It's, I mean, <laughs> very polite orgasm actually is a good way to put it. Yeah. Anyway, he's blowing feathers across oh her body gosh. and and she climaxes. And this is not exactly the same, but he's close though. Yeah. Yeah. So take it back. So then she's like, well, does it work both ways? Can I touch you? And then she goes and she does grab onto his cock and she starts doing a mild handy and he does not want her to stop. (laughs) But he grabs her hand and he's like, he shakes his head and he's like, no. And then she's like, well, fine then. So she starts trailing her hand down her body. And then she gets to her clearest and he's like, show me. I want to see you. He says, show me what you like, I think. Yes, and I think so he does say that. Then Oof. he watches her masturbate and he's masturbating next to her. And she's thinking to herself, oh, no, I don't have a big giant cock filling me. How could I ever actually climax? And so he says, let me in. <laughs> let me sway you. And she's like, what? what could you possibly do that would help? And he's like, just trust me. <laughs> and so you sound he, like a big dummy and it, none of this happened. But except the important parts, which is the sway. All of it yes, happened. Keep going. Yeah. She wasn't like, how could I possibly? In her brain parts, she did. <laughs> okay, but I forgot. Maybe I not out loud, but in her brain parts, was, she totally I did. I was probably very, very uh, quick to skip to the phantom cop. <laughs> keep going. <laughs> yeah. So he's like, he's like, feel, feel my, my giant shaft. 
in your in your cunt. It's basically like effective phone sex, where the thing he says yeah. is actually the sensation she feels as long as she consents to letting in uh-huh. the um I was gonna say compulsion this way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So she comes like a freight train, obviously. And then the only way ladies come, according to Melody. That's right. <laughs> oh, 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 because he says, keep your eyes on me. You want me to see you come. Oh, yeah, that does happen. Yeah, that, <laughs> that does happens. happen. And then when he comes, he roars and then he kisses her. <laughs> then they do a makeout. And yes. she, oh, and then he's like, oh, be careful. Don't cut yourself on my fangs. She's like, oh, have you ever done that? Somebody's cut themselves on your fangs? And he's like, no, this is my first kiss. Never kissed anybody before in my life. And she's like, oh, And my it God. went fine, which is the only thing. There's a blue alien on an alien planet mm-hmm. that, like, all the we, we've skipped all the foliage because we don't have time for it. Right. But, like, everything's very different yeah. and lovely and beautiful. Uh, and this is the most unrealistic thing. I've never kissed before, and I did it, and you liked it. And your teeth didn't this is not clash? Ex- Come and on. your teeth didn't clash. I mean, fang? she's kissed before. Haven't you kissed someone who hasn't really like yeah. gotten good at it yet? And you know how to dodge that shit. When... <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. It's, it's when you have two non I've never kissed that's before. True. We're just like, do we just clang right. until we like it? I don't know how to do it. I'm clapping. I said I wouldn't clap. No, that's I'm so great. sorry. That's great. So then after a little while, she's like, oh, is that allowed? I feel like that's not allowed. And he's like, no, I just couldn't help it. I've wanted to kiss you since the moment I saw you. And then she says... Oh. Romance. Yeah, she looks at his fangs and she's like, so do you bite anybody ever? Do you like biting people? And he's like, well, that's usually reserved for mates and sometimes married couples. And then she tells him that her first kiss was with a boy on a trip. And he's like getting I love real mad. It starts out of nowhere. Yeah. I know it's not important, but they're just like laying there in like silent uh-huh. kind of like contemplation, but like kind of like that afterglow of peace. Mm-hmm. And then she just starts going when I was 14 or whatever. Mm-hmm. Now, now take it. Cause I just, it's important to me that it's out of nowhere because it's so adorable and human and lovely. Yeah. Especially since like she starts talking about this and she says, yeah. And that was my, that was my first kiss right by the fire. And he's like, why are you telling me this? Like, we were having a really nice moment. And now I'm thinking about another bro kissing you. And I'm, I hate it. And she's like, well, because the only wood we had to burn in Turkey where we were was cedar. And so when I think about that moment, I sort of like smell burnt cedar. And when I smell burnt cedar, I think about my first kiss. And then she's like, you've smelled like burning cedar from day one to me. And he's yeah. like, thank you so much for sharing that. I love it so much. I retroactively love this story. Yeah, yeah. Actually, he says, thank you for telling me, Mavosi. And right. that translates to right. alternative to right. her. And she's like, alternative. That sucks. So then she goes from blissful, happy to like, spinning she's spinning out now and they're falling asleep at that moment and that's the last thing he says to her so he falls asleep and she's turning over alternative alternative she's she's not yet pissed that's not until morning yeah she is like turning it over where you get that feeling of like oh i was feeling really good and really like safe with you and now i don't know what that means right and she's turning it over and she gets a terrible night's sleep and we know how she behaves when she gets a terrible night's sleep yeah absolutely So this is when she starts like really, really spinning out over like not being good enough for him or his mother. 
And so she was like, I wanted to see if he wanted to, like, get sort of fake married so that we could date because I want to date somebody. I don't like the idea of being with somebody forever is terrifying to her. And so but at the same time, she doesn't like the idea of just like a contractual relationship like he's described marriage on this planet is. So she's like, I just wanted to, like, see if you wanted to get married and date me. And then, you know, we could figure it out from there. Be together, see what happens. Yeah. So then they get to the point where, like, they can take an, uh, like, a shortcut. She writes one more note for Alex. And then she gets attacked by that flying boy that was was the attacker earlier. And he's like, I'm coming after you. Here I am. Yeah, the Strigi. Mm-mm. Yeah. No, they go in the cave first. No. Because. The... They go in the true? cave right after. Yeah. Right after. Fuck. I cannot believe you're schooling me on this book, but you absolutely are. Flying boy. Keep going. Fly, keep going. Flying boys can't I just like to interrupt you when you're doing cave. great. Yeah. You're, you're right. So you're right. he attacks I forgot her about the, the danger, the, the inciting incident that gets them out of yeah. forest times. Yeah. I, I mis- mistook which one was which. <laughs> yeah. So. I'm full of apology. No worries. So he like has her by the throat and then he comes over and he's like, put her down. She sees his eyes go black and she's like, that's weird. Oh, it seems like. Oh like, no, his health. Yeah. Something about being. Because <laughs> that's how he described it to Fearful her. is bad for his health. Oh no. <laughs> and then. Um. After all of that, um, he, like, offers to take her place. He's like, let her go. I will let you knock me out and, and like, you know, as long as you don't harm her. And then she's like, fuck that and fuck you. She has a knife in her pocket. So she stabs this guy in the wing. Verico uses that opportunity to tackle the dude. And then, boy, does he kill him dead. And she feels like... Like, she's weird with him afterward. And so he's he's cuddling her, and he's like, you're safe, you're safe, Mavosi. She hates that he keeps calling her that because it doesn't make sense. And she's in shock. And she's in shock. It's a whole thing. So he's like, let's get to that shortcut cave, and then everything will be fine. They get to the shortcut cave. Sack of potatoes over his shoulder. Yeah. Gets her into that shortcut cave. She doesn't like small spaces. We did skip that. That's fine. It's fine. It adds a little bit of... Yeah. A little bit of oomph. But honestly, there's a lot going on. There didn't really need to be more oomph. But that's okay. Victoria <laughs> Aveline is perfect. She Keep is. Going. She is. So then, but there's like a nice hot spring bathtub in that cave because great. Yes, as there would be. Excellent. Of course, yeah. Thank you very much. We definitely need hot moisture mm-hmm. in an enclosed space. That's what we need to add to this very dirty couple <laughs> been trekking through the forest. Well, there's also soap. Like they, they left soap yes. in that outdoor bathtub. Anyway, yep. so... She's like, oh, I forgot to tell you that your eyes changed. And oh, no. Oh, because she's really mad at him. And he's like, he misunderstands. And he's like, listen, I had to kill him. I didn't have a choice. And she's like, I don't give a shit that you killed him. I'm really mad that you were going to leave me. And he's like, I would never leave you, Mabosi. And she's like, stop doing that. You were going to leave me. Yeah. And then um, afterwards, he's like, oh, wait, hold on. Oh, and then meanwhile, like, he has been fucking miserable because he knows there's something about him that knows that she's his, but he's had no proof of it. So then um, she's like, she's like, and your eyes changed during that thing. And so I should I should tell you that because health reasons. And he's like, oh, my gosh, like in his mind, he's like, we're mates. It happened. It happened. And then suddenly they're kissing. And then suddenly he's fucking her against a wall. 
and boy, it's great. And then he says, open up to me. I'm going to bite you. Open up to me. And she says, yeah, yeah, sure, sure. And like gets her hair out of the way. <laughs> well, no, it's like before they fuck. Sorry. I, oh, yeah, let's see how comfortable I am. Before they fuck, he's <laughs> like, all right, if we do this, I get to have you in all ways. Oh, yeah. And it's forever. he glances at her neck yeah. while he licks a fang, which is inexplicably hot yeah. i'm like wh- why why though yeah. but anyway yes so that is an important that was important to me nope. nick that was important to nick you're you're correct <laughs> that we not passed by the sexy thread i guess you're correct yeah so he's like let me in and she's like absolutely and so he says quickly gathering her hair yeah. over one side she's like okay yeah <laughs> sure and he and he thinks it's so hot that she's so eagerly bearing her neck to him obviously and he says he sways her and he's like, my bite is going to feel just like my cock in your cunt. And it's going to be great. And you're going to come like a freight train. And then she's like, yeah. That's exactly what he says verbatim. Yeah, yeah. because Victoria <laughs> Alwine's the best writer ever. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> so he bites her and it's hot. And wow, it's great. And then now he's like, everything's going to be great. He's so happy because he can get out of his contract. Everything's awesome. Everything is no worries, except, oh, no, she's terrified of being mated. She, like, has said over and over again, she's like, what do you mean it's a lifetime commitment that there, you can't get out of? Like, what do you mean divorce doesn't exist? Like, what yeah, are you this, talking these about? These are previous conversations they've had. Yeah. It's great because he goes to, like, they fall asleep mm-hmm. that night. And he's like, everything's perfect now. It's great. And then it's like the next chapter or something opens up and he's like, Oh fuck! Oh fuck! Oh fuck! Yeah. I kind of, I kind of thought things through because the sex was very distracting, yeah. <laughs> and now I've realized I've sort of not given her the full truth. Right? She doesn't understand the full situation, which is actually the the conundrum he's been in the entire time. Yeah. Where he's like, I want to tell her, but I don't want her to put distance between us because she's made it clear that that is something that is a big line for her. Right. Like any kind of perception of infidelity, and she doesn't understand our culture, which is like in like that me and I, Zirtha her name zero yeah 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 his like intended she doesn't get that we're like not connected romantically in the way that she would understand Mm -hmm. so like i could share it with her but she might not get it and she oh she's gonna be now this is all coming to a head way yeah and so he wakes up and he's like oh fuck oh fuck oh fuck Mm -hmm. that has turned up to 11 and a half yeah and he thinks to himself the only way to break the contract is to tell my mother that i've made it but I can't let my mother find out because I know that in our culture, Lily would be forced to be with me and I don't want to force her to do anything. So he's in a pickle. Agency. Yeah. And so as they're about to go in, he's like, hey, real quick, I actually think this is a terrible idea and we should head the week walk back up to Tremonta because you would have more rights there. Um, that's the thing I think is going to happen. And she's like, well, that and he's like, let's talk about this when we get outside of the cave where we're safe. Let's go. Let's go talk about this outside. Yeah. Dummy. So then she's like, well, do you think that your mother would ever consider me for a contract? Because like we could do that. Like you bit me and you said that's like for marriage or mates. So it seems like you think we have a future. Could I do a contract? And he's like, what if I told you? that we could be together forever. And she's like, forever? Oh, what does that mean? And then he tells her what his eyes mean. And then she's like, wait, but you didn't tell me any of that. And he's like, well, I was like, I was gonna. But at first, I didn't think it mattered because you hated my guts. It's like, I thought it was unrequited. Unrequited is very safe. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) It's all on one side. Exactly. And then he's like, and then I thought like my marks would show up and then my contract wouldn't matter. And then he keeps going and going. And she's like, whoa, 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 whoa. she's like, contract? 
what are you talking about contract because she does know what contract is huh and so she's like you're married and he's like no 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 i'm betrothed it's just a betrothal (laughs) and she's like what the fuck so then she's like you let me believe i wasn't good enough for you when really you were cheating on your girlfriend and he's like I I didn't do that at all. And also, I don't have a girl. It's different. It's different. And then, it's different. I don't even know her. We're just going to procreate. Yeah. Why are you making it weird? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> For science. Exactly. <laughs> and then I am going to bone her down for the good of the planet. Right. I don't know why you're not supportive. This is what I'm saying. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, it is accurate. Yeah. We're just right. And so she's like, wait. Answer me this. If your eyes hadn't changed, what would happen? Would you go marry her? And he's like, she's asking good questions. The worst question you could have asked. Oh, no. Because, yeah. So she starts backing away from him. And then she gets stung by a murder plant. And so (laughs) she comes out of the sand, too. It's like my nightmare. Yeah. It's like sand is scary enough because sand is sand. Mm -hmm. It's hard to run in, etc. You can never escape an attacker in sand. At least I would definitely die. But the idea of so it's a murder plan that he sees the vine like snake out Uh because she's put distance between them. Lots of distance. Verica, what are you doing? Stay in the cave. Stay in the cave. I just this is a public service announcement. You guys, if you're going to have a very confrontational conversation with your maybe mate, um, stay in the cave. Yeah, that's. It's just, I'll take several seats. Actually, I won't. I'm going to keep talking, but uh, about something else. I'm going to talk about murder plant yeah. because we find out that the murder plant, it's like, it, we, we like hear it first. It's like, it snakes out of the ground with like a kind of mouth like yeah. thing on the end and stings her, which introduces a paralytic yeah. into her body because then it was going to wrap itself around her, pull her into the ground. Uh-huh. And you guys, and then- trigger warning for oof, <laughs> trigger warning for oof. It was going to slurp her all to ick. Uh-huh. It was going to suck all of the moisture out of her body for sustenance. She was going to be drained. Like, there are a lot of vampire vibes in this book. This is the worst, most literal one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm going to drink all your juice and be, so that I can live and you can die. Oh, my God. Yeah. Because I don't know if anyone else has noticed that Verico, like, has fangs Does and do has thrall. Yeah. And, like, he's just, like, sexy. It's like making a vampire act like a little sexier because he also has a heartbeat and warmth yeah. which is important so that when you're laying in a distant spoon situation <gasps> yeah. you can feel, you can feel that warmth off of him can't do that with an, an actual vampire no. I'm sorry to tell you no you feel a chill so, actually yes yeah i really needed to get away from how horrified i was by murder plant and now we can move on oh my god yeah <laughs> so he's like oh no murder plant is poison and he picks her up and he's like i gotta get you to a doctor and then he looks down and his marks have shown up well he feels himself running faster oh yeah he feels yeah. himself running faster because yeah. matehood also gives you superpowers Maidhood. yeah you get superpowers yeah. you know as you do so then that's, I assume that's what happened for married people. Is that not it? Oh, no, that's totally what happened. Oh, well. Yeah. No worries. Okay, good, good, no worries. good. Don't don't shatter the illusion. For me. <laughs> so he gets her to the doctor and that's when his like his marks are show, showing up and the doctor's like, you have to go tell your mother. And he's like, no, I have to paint my hands so that my mom never finds out. I mean, he does go see his mom. Should we talk about that? 
Like he goes and talks to his mom and Zeratha is there, which makes it even more fun oh and awkward because it's, it's so like, fun. oh, my intended's here to listen to me be like, so I found a human, yeah. which it seems like you've heard about. So like, because we've like met, like we've got a, like a whole vibe going on. It's just like friendly vibe, you know, mm-hmm. I just like, can I just like be her like guardian in like a super like totally okay way that you shouldn't worry mm-hmm. about at all in any way. Neither you nor, nor Zeratha, you guys should both be fine with this. Well, but the underlying thing is, like, both of them understand that the underlying thing is he hasn't recognized her yet, but he thinks he could recognize her. And so they'll do, like, the three-day grace period with more forced proximity so that hopefully he'll recognize her before she's, like, announced to the rest of the world, at which point all of the men's will come out of all of everywhere because her milkshakes bring their people to the yard their their potential tattoos to the yard that's the one yes. that's the one exactly <laughs> and important note both because it's just important because zeratha is like a complete fox lover he's trying to be like mom we should talk privately mom we should probably talk mm-hmm. separate we should, another room maybe and she's finally like just speak boy and he says all this in front of zeratha and she has like no reaction she's like oh okay interesting yeah <laughs> like she's just very zeratha's cool she doesn't have a book yet but i assume she will she's great i was on a forum because i did go down a rabbit hole and i i don't know i don't remember when are we not gonna zeratha i don't remember when the forum happened so it might be changed anyway somebody was like is zeratha and her you know chosen dude gonna get a book and victoria evelyn's answer at that point was i don't have plans for a book for them but that could definitely change in the future anyway i know oh wait until you read saving or sorry using Using because because you need her no sorry Fuck. just prepare yourself Ugh. i believe unless i'm confused but i'm pretty no, positive that sounds like something she's very sexy boy and using feho is like Damn it. she is a hot genius and sometimes she uses her geniusity for cruelty and i'm kind of into it yeah 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 okay <laughs> she can make me go for a lot of things keep going so he takes her to the apartment that he has bought and um, stuffed full for Zeratha, according to Zeratha's yeah. preferences, yep. including the fact that it's on He's the like, 79th floor. like, want me to carry you floor. across the threshold to really make this awkward? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> She's like, the fuck, dude? Yeah. So they have this whole, like, dinner where he ends up telling her, like, what the marks are, like, truly mean and, like, when they happened. And he's telling her that, like, he covered them so that she would have the choice and his mom wouldn't force her to be with him. And he says, like, either, like, I can do this marriage and you can wait for my contract to be up. But if you don't want to do that, then, like, I can break the contract and and I would get sent, you know, to a work camp for a little while and um isn't this where he's still because i thought it was pretty important and he is actually concealing that from her he's no, not he's basically like yeah, i would be in she, trouble she specifically asks him in God, his mind he's like it's like it's not your first time <laughs> he's like don't ask don't ask don't ask and she's like what would happen to you if you break your contract and then later on he's like don't ask don't ask don't ask and she's like what would happen to you if i refuse to be your mate and like i leave he's like i would get very sick uh maybe but probably not like it's oh, fine right, the sickness yeah 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 <laughs> right right so he goes to put her to bed in in his room because it feels wrong to put her in Zeratha's room or really anywhere that's not his room And they start, like, making out and getting all hot and bothered. And then she's like, this is wrong. Like, I don't want to hurt another woman. And doing this feels like we're fucking over your intended. And I'm not going to do it. And so he's like, how do I get her to understand that Zeratha doesn't care? 
I don't know. I don't know. So he sets up a spa day for the both of them and they go spa together. He sets up a together. play date for his mate. Yes. With his fucking intended. Yeah. Without telling her. Yeah. It's fantastic. It is it's... such dude bro vibes. I know how to fix it. I'm going to create this situation that makes her feel very uncomfortable without talking to her but about it. But it does because you're oh, I had a good great. idea. I had a good idea. It's very puppy. It is. It is absolutely. Yes, but the initial conflict is fucking hilarious to me. Yeah, it's really funny. Because <laughs> I, I, to be clear, I get both sides where he's like, oh, I have solution. And mm-hmm. she's like, solution is dumb. Yeah. Why are you like this? Solution I hate. <laughs> solution I hate. I poop on solution. Yes. It's bad. <laughs> yeah. It's bad. You're bad. I'm done with this. <laughs> yeah. But at the spa... There's, like, an attendant, and she doesn't understand that, like, ladies are super stoic in order to not give the dudes any hope ever. Again, that emotional distance we talked about with the contract discussion. Yeah, yeah. It's a lot of, like, cultural things that are beautifully woven in about how to conduct yourself in public because of the gender disparity issue. Right. Procreation issue. Yeah. So she's thinking to herself, Zeratha is a weird spy who, like, can change her personality on a dime, and I don't understand what's going on. But really, Zeratha's just being really stoic in front of other men to be like, no, I'm not interested in you. She doesn't understand that. So she like apologetically smiles at someone because she thinks that Zeratha's being fucking rude. That way that you do when you're with people who are treating service personnel yes. like complete shit and you try to basically go, okay, well, if you, you put our our actions together and divide by two, you get reasonable human uh-huh. by like being like very effusive, very nice. Here's a tip that is 100% of the bill. I'm sorry she's like this. Right, right. That's the energy she's giving yeah absolutely and then Zeratha looks at him and she's like she's not interested in you period the end and she's like okay I don't know I obviously have missed something anyway they end up hanging out with Feho who is book five and he's like yeah I know Verico. he's a great dude he it does seem like he's the kind of person who would omit information because he thinks you don't need it but at the same time... he thinks he's the smartest person in the room. Yes. But at the same time, he's a really good dude. So, like, take that as you will. When they get done with that day, she comes home and he's like, I have a surprise. I would like to surprise at you. And she's like, absolutely. I have glitter hair now because I went to a spa. Oh, yeah, because she got the elixir and she came out and she was like, yeah, I get that, like, my body feels fine, but, like, my highlights are gone. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Which, fair. That's fair. Yeah. That's fair. She's like, I worked fucking hard for this. Have we mentioned she's a hairdresser? It doesn't matter. Moving on. Yeah. Well, that's one of the reasons they go to the spa, because, like, maybe she can get a job at some point. So, anyway, she has glitter hair now. And as they're going to, like, the elevator up to his surprise, she is like, he was so nice, and he did this whole spa day for me. And she's, like, overcome. And so she kisses him on the cheek and then, like, goes to stand away from him. But as that happens, as she's like backing away, a lady comes around the corner and does a big eyeball at them. What are you doing? This lady thinks to herself. Well, I think they bolt apart. Like, it's not even like she was backing up. Yeah. It's like he like, pushes her away yeah. in that way. Yeah. Where you bolt apart where you're trying not to get caught being like fraternizing. Uh-huh. Exactly. They got caught fraternizing. They don't know it yet. They anyway, they go upstairs they and he has made a beautiful virtual checkerboard um except the moral I think of the I story you earlier when you were talking about checkers oh it's okay you were starting to talk about checkers and i was like because this is like important to their romance they play checkers oh, yeah. the night of the sexiness the night of the uh the i keep calling it thrall the sway it's yeah the the haugak yeah checkers and sway yeah happen all in one night i believe yeah so he's like i make checkerboard yeah i make a cute checkerboard it's romance and up until this point she's been like you're a fucking liar who lied to me for a week 
And like, I don't know what is real about you and what's not, right? That's yeah, that's all happened really before. In a rough plot, yeah, rough place. yeah. And so, at the very end of Checkers, he goes over to one of the pieces and he brings it over to her, and he's like, "This is actually the Bandit Two or the Bandit One. It's one of the Bandits that I made when I was a kid." It's the Bandit Two, I believe. Yeah, <laughs> and he says everything I told you out there, like what we had, everything was real. And that is very poignant for her. And it's great. But then when they get back to the house, he's immediately summoned to go see his mom. They get back and they're going to be like, yay, we're going to fuck. We're into each other again. And then it's like, oh, the plot has arrived. Mm -hmm. Yeah. The plot has been here the whole time. (sighs) Victoria, don't don't take that wrong. Right, right, right. No, it's coming to a plot in the last 10 pages. That's what's happening. The, The final conflict has arrived. Turns out. It's a trial because that bitch in the hallway reported them for breach of contract. Yeah, illegal flirting or whatever. That's the one. Yeah. Yeah. And and his mom and Ziritha are both like, are you sure there's nothing that has happened that can save you from many year work camp? Is there anything you can tell us? Please, fuck. Yeah. And he's like, nope, there absolutely is not. So Ziri goes and gets her because she's going to, like, I don't know, uh, testify about her character. She volunteers to go get her so she can be like, I'm going to give you a fucking rundown of what you need to fucking do right now. Yes, absolutely. Because she is the best. Yeah. And when she gets there, she, like, realizes as she's watching him basically sacrifice his life and freedom for her that, like, she's an idiot and he's her mate and forever isn't weird Because they're just them. They're a team. She wants him. He wants her. It's great. So he's saying, I plead guilty. I have nothing to say. That's very, is there anyone who can say anything against this marriage between this man and this prison sentence? Yeah, because he's over there waving a fuckboy flag. He's like, I'm the worst. (laughs) Punish me. I did it. It was all me. I didn't give her all of the information, but he's like throwing himself so thoroughly. He's not throwing himself under the bus. Have you guys ever been bit by like a bus depot right before school starts? Yeah. He's throwing himself under the line of buses that are interrupting traffic. It's true. (laughs) Oh, my God. And so then she's about to testify. She realizes that he's making this sacrifice for her. And she's like, he's my mate. Like he, <laughs> he painted over the marks because I want, I was afraid of like the lifetime thing and I didn't understand it. And so then the queen is like, paint remover, go get it. And then he <laughs> takes off the paint in front of everyone. They're making sex eyes at each other. Ziri's like crying with happiness. Because yeah, she has also has hope for their culture. Yeah. Because actual like mating has, it's been, it's happened a couple of times, but there hasn't been like a lot of sign of this helping. And if human women are able to provide more uh, available wombs, I guess, ooh, romance, ew. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> no, no, I mean, it's just fair. Yeah, uh, But if, if human women are able to be introduced to this situation, they can get fucked down real good and help for their like cultural thing where like they have to stay so emotionally distant for everything. Yeah. Like women can have more autonomy and choice in like love matches, basically. Right, they right. Love matches available. They can like have a very different trajectory of life. Yeah. And like, who oh. knows? Maybe oh. the thing. marks are catching. Maybe it's sort of like a communicable <laughs> yes. genetic switch. Yes. Who knows? Yes. Lily, lick my face. That's the one. Yeah. That's what Zira says at the end. That's, That's how right. the book ends. It's yeah. True. She's That's just like, will you book. spit on me? <laughs> <laughs> it's true. So anyway, it's the best.
best. And they end up in a tiny house that's on the ground level because that's where. Yeah, he's like, I'm still scared of heights. We did not resolve that in this book. No. I do want to um, do a quick. Yeah. Uh, because we specifically mentioned Mavosi and the plot issue that that creates. Oh, where she's yeah. like, the fuck? That is a contractual term, which is adorable and very much fits his character, mm-hmm. where he had heard uh, former, like family members use that because uh, it's a term that means like an alternative. It's what ha- it's a contractual if you're like, in a con- oh, it's a God. it's a legal way to break the contract like literally yes. it's called the Mavosi know clause. That word. it's just not here so yes it just means you are you encountered your mate while you were in a contract mm-hmm. like it's not that you met them before like verico has where like they're not married yet you're in a contract and this is a way to get out of it because yeah. you've met your mate so you have to prove either i or or marks and so your Mavosi is like you're like getting out of like your contract so you can be with your true love right right so that is why it translates to alternative and is also why he's using it as a term of endearment Uh (laughs) and it is going very wrong in that dynamic yeah oh it's so sweet so anyway they're together forever at the end it's amazing yep yeah he probably bites her all the time yeah, they just chomp right at each other. She repeatedly spits on Zeratha uh, yeah. until Zeratha finds love like she deserves. That's the one. That's, that's what I one. assume happens. Yeah. yeah. Actually, no, that's text. That's not, <laughs> that's not fanfic. No, yeah, she just threw that in at the end. It's an epilogue. It's a very important epilogue. Yeah. That epilogue packs a lot of plot. <laughs> I have no idea if there's an epilogue. <laughs> oh, my gosh. This book was so good. And it led me down a crazy rabbit hole. I don't know if you saw my brain start turning things over because you were like, I was in a forum and blah, blah, blah. And it was like a couple minutes later that I was like, wait, she read she read this twice mm-hmm. and read book book two mm-hmm. and four mm-hmm. and found time to get into forums. Like she really, this is, this makes me feel really good. Yeah. But I'm like, if I can send someone to a fucking forum, they're like, I need background information. Truly. I need to know what the fucking super yeah. fans are saying. Actually, what I wanted to know, it was when I was um, reading yeah. book two, I wanted to know if Daisy and Izzo are getting a book or have a book yet because yes, they're they like but they yeah, don't yet it, it, and in no. the forum she said it's because Izzo has some growing up to do so I expect him to be like book that's eight or call. something yeah or book 27 yeah that's I just fine. put that out there on like my dream board because yeah. man oh man there are some series that you're just like you should probably stop <laughs> and this one I'm like you should you never stop forever. you need an entire fucking planet to uh-huh. move over yep Clicania. Yep. And I want to read about all I of want them. wing boys. I want fish boys. Yes. I want a sapphic yes. romance for that guard that works I want for Ozzy. A rock fisted giant, oh my God. which is the novella I was reading. Have you Holy shit, no. encountered that one? No. Yet? I, I do believe you will love that. Holy she balls. like I think it's Freen Maladek. Okay. That's the novella I'm in the middle of. <gasps> and he's like another kind of Clicanian, and they are like miners because yes. they're able to like punch through cave walls oh my god and and i know this is gonna surprise you but he fucks her real good oh no so way like, what yeah oh so yeah i everything recommend all the things yeah i think that's my lady love really my lady love is do the rest of these books do them yes that's a good lady love yeah. what a good person you are because i was going to be selfish about my lady love do it wait is it selfish i don't know 
No, because you're giving like anything a recommendation that, to anybody, everybody. That's fair. Yeah, that's true. All right, what's your lady like? Um, it was going to be like a little bit, like a little bit niche, a little bit weird, right. and this will not resonate for everyone, and that's fine. Go do face masks. I love that for you. Because my lady love was going to be this kind of new world that I've fallen into. It is not an alien race. It is a real world. Okay. I didn't know that barbershop was a thing. Do you know about this? Oh, like quartets? Well, or like quartets. acapella? There are quartets and choruses. So there are two main like barbershop organizations. Hmm. One is called BHS, which is Barbershop Harmony Society. Why am I doing this to myself? And Sweet Adelines. <laughs> oh, yeah. My mom was uh, in Sweet Adelines. No shit. She had a, really? Yeah, she was in the Sweet Adelines chapter in Oregon. Yeah. Holy wow. Well, so am I. Nice. And I am now in a BHS chapter because I just auditioned this weekend and they felt bad for me. So they let me in. I'm just kidding. That's, but that's my fanfic um, because I was very uncomfortable with them saying so many nice things. So I just where I'm at right now. <laughs> but this has been a mind blowing. I've been in choral music forever. Yeah. And I love it. I love, I have a deep, deep rooted love of choral music. Mm-hmm. I found it when I was like six or seven. And I basically sang in choir with like a couple of breaks here and there. That's awesome. But other than that, I sang in choirs for years and years and years. And I was in a choir. And the way that I usually put it is just that they, like they're not well resourced. It's often a very um, like I would I would leave choir practice and my voice was just shot. Mm. One of the reasons is I was singing soprano a lot of time even though I was a lifelong alto mm-hmm. so sometimes I would walk out in a worse mood than when I walked oh, in no. and my voice just fucking wrecked and then a friend of mine found barbershop HB Jazz Ooh. Jasmine she's amazing and she's like I joined this barbershop chorus that's like down the street from me and you should try it and I was like I guess I'll try it I guess I'll just like try it it's fine yeah. I'll try it but like I'm not gonna leave choral music because like of course I wouldn't I've been in it forever it's fine yeah um, I've been in the choir that I was in for like I don't know 10 years oh, wow and I went over to, it's a Sweet Adelaide's chapter and they're amazing. And the director is like incredible, mm-hmm. like just nuts. Like the way that he engages with music and people was like the thing that really drew me in because they have such, this is true throughout Barbershop. There's such a lens of like education mm-hmm. and vocal health and understanding the music and engaging with the text in a different way with like so much intention. And then I found out about VHS's chapter, which is here called PDX Voices, and they are amazing, amazing. And it is like legit the most emotionally intelligent large group I've ever found. Like they're all about like vulnerability and kindness and like being mindful with how they communicate with each other and the world and trying to, they're like, we have to nurture this space so that people can feel like included and welcome and safe. And it is and they make incredible music. That's so amazing. Like, both groups are so incredible. And they have very different things. But like, there is probably a barbershop something mm-hmm. near you. And yes, you can get into a quartet. Watch out. They will fucking find you. <laughs> but just get into a chorus to start if you want to dip your little toe in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, get into a fucking chorus because like that space is, it is a beautiful space. They are amazing. And I've just like wanted to shout it from the rooftops for everyone. And I realized I was going to be uh, doing Hell a spot. Yeah. And I was like, I can shout it from the electronic rooftops. Hell yeah. So find a barbershop chorus, find a space where you can sing and vulnerability is welcomed. Mm-hmm. And if it's not super welcomed in that particular chapter yet, like HBs are amazing. Bring that fucking energy to that space. Mm-hmm. It used to be BHS was men, Sweet Islands were women, mm-hmm. and they're both like opening their doors. Oh, cool. Um, BHS is current iteration is literally just everyone in harmony that's and great. so it's like just show up as you are everyone is welcome that's so really find cool. it love it sing in it 
I'm so glad you make, found make noise it. noise with your face. Me too. That's really I, I, I dig it. I'm mildly addicted. It's fine. It's better than... Drugs are expensive, you know, so find Super something. <laughs> yeah. Find something more approachable <laughs> to be obsessed with that can take all your time and energy. <laughs> I love that. And I'm so glad it's a nurturing space and like... It's incredible. Love that. Yeah. Yeah. And it's some of the best music I've ever been part of. And I am competitive, so... It is impressive for me to be like, this is the other night. I really was like, I'm wondering if this is the best musical product I've ever been a part of. Wow. Like it was, it was one of the most beautiful sounds I've ever made with a group of people. Wow. It was deeply, it felt like I, I, well, I'm trying really hard not to get too deep into like how I feel about music no. and how we engage with music, yeah. but like the instrument is made of your body and powered by your spirit. Mm -hmm. Like it's, you know. It's a very spiritual space for me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, I just want that for everyone. And and maybe barbershop isn't your thing. So I guess I'll make it broader and say, find the thing that's your thing. Like it's out there. Yeah, absolutely. I yeah. love that. Oh, all right. Keep being a badass and love yourself as much as you love getting that vulva on the nape of a neck. <laughs> <laughs> how horrifically perfect you are so treacherously good at this <laughs> heaving bosoms is produced by us melody carlisle and sabrina bradley editing is done by melody carlisle our theme music is by the incredible singer-songwriter Brittany Fonts, and our art is by ultra-talented author Kate Pryor. If you like our show, remember to follow us on your favorite podcast app, rate us five stars, leave a nice review, and of course, tell all your friends about us, even if they don't read romance. If you want to get in touch, you can email us at heavingbosomspodcast at gmail.com. If you want more of us, visit patreon.com slash heaving bosoms podcast. You can also find us on Instagram at heaving bosoms, on TikTok at heaving underscore bosoms, and in our Facebook group, the Heaving Bosoms Geriatric Friendship Cult. Head over to our website to sign up for our newsletter, get our reading embrace printable, and check out my audiobooks at heavingbosoms.com. All right, we'll be back next week with more swoons and snark. See you then.